All right. Welcome to the, uh, as of now, Twilla Happy Hour podcast, where if Head Trauma had a podcast, it'd sound just like this. We promise um, we're going to try to work uh, Dave in back in next week for a catch-up on how he's doing down in the uh, Sunshine State. No, what what is Florida's thing? The uh, Alligator State. The It's not the Sunshine State? Is it the Sunshine State? Yeah, because I always get it confused with Arizona. Because, I mean, if there's ever going to be a sunshine state. <laughs> melting a freeway state. But anyways, we'll, uh, we'll get him back on. Um, and, you know, of course, if he's available tonight, we'll have him on tonight. Just, uh, you know, I'm going to we'll just boom up a Zoom and have him come on. But anyways, so we got big news. Um, we're about to... Uh, change the name of the show. Um, we're we're in a in a deal with a, a media group that's going to be a a collective a, a a cult of podcasts, if you will. <laughs> a cult is good. We got a bunch of different people, all different types. Yeah, um, but anyways, about to be in a in a group and. Um, the Tooele name is, as although we love Tooele, uh, we love the county, we love the city and the outlying cities, the greater metro area, we're going to be changing the name. And, uh, and Holly came up with, uh, an awesome name. Um, oh, but I did so. In memory and thought of Dave. Yes, Dave. Dave uh, sparked a thing in her. So uh, what is the name, Holly? We are going to be called Political Head Trauma. Yep, Political Head Trauma. And this will hopefully help us. uh, Humana, humana. Humana, humana. This will hopefully help. And where humana, humana comes from is that's an old army term. Your staff sergeant say, okay, today we're going to. You know, be doing this down at the motor pool or whatever. It's the yada yada. Yeah, it's it's army yada yada. But anyways, um, but so uh, that's going to be the name going forward. So it's going to swap that over on YouTube. Uh, We're going to swap that over on all of our things, even here on Facebook. So be on the lookout for that difference. It might sound surprising. Uh, We may have to do an inner intermittent name you know uh you know well and the thing is is it's not just about politics our show is about well as we talked about it the root of all the issues that we go through in our lives it does come down to politics it's how we vote it's how Mm -hmm. we spend our money it's how the markets work it's it's all of these things i mean have to come down to politics at some point Mm -hmm. and so we really just want to get information to people and discuss what's going on but we also want to entertain and learn ourselves a lot and we're so opposite people really don't realize so um he's i'm very political he's very not interested i mean he's interested i'm I'm interested but for me it's it's a comedy right because it's it's such uh it's a parade of imbeciles failing and for me i see it as 
an opportunity to, I mean, I have hope and he doesn't, I have, um, I have a lot of, of belief and strong belief that we, the people can choose great representatives. Um, but like he's mentioned before, they are few and far between finding great representatives. And even if you do, they're still full of crap them. representatives. They, you'll send one person to battle against 400 that are going to stop them from doing the right thing. But either way. Um, but no, it's it's uh, so we are still going to be uh, Tooele centric. Yes, that's still the plan. Uh, so we can plan on it anytime anything's popping out of Twilla, that'll be our number one focus, then the state and then national and then uh, global. And then when we meet the aliens, then we'll go cosmic. You know, that'll be the last news we cover every night. But anyways, but no, it's still and and we want to keep this a political show where we interview everyone running for office. Um we want to interview uh, interesting people. We'll right. interview anyone. And uh, we like to make sure it has a little bit of a comedy uh, splashed in. Uh, just because, you know, that's where... I think that's where it becomes uh, funny. becomes entertaining. And I've seen this, you know, from other podcasts, but... One of the podcasts I really love is um, from The Blaze, and it's Pat Gray Unleashed. And they're, they're, they say a lot of time, we're just making the apocalypse fun. That, to <laughs> me, sums up a little bit about who Jared and I are. Here I yeah. am. He sees a potential pending apocalypse, and I see, you know, I, I can never stop fighting to avoid that and I can never stop giving up hope and he's just a realist who has been black pilled as you would say to um, see the reality of what could happen and I'm still I'm still on the red pill thinking that we can make a difference and we can change our fate so with that in mind um, I'm going to do a political plug here is that please put your on your calendar that caucus is happening on March 5th. And if you are not, um, if you are a Republican and you want to, please follow the Tooele County Republican Party page. And that one's public. And we have a private page also, which you just need to answer the questions. I cannot stress that enough. And we'll be posting locations and we'll be sending it out. And we want to make sure that we get as many in attendance as possible through local schools. And we've had a tremendous assistance from our local schools to help us. The Democrats also caucus on on the same night as Republicans. And so they will their location will be more um, probably in one place. But they have a, a Facebook page as well, the Democrat Toil County Rep Democrat Party. So if those are, and, and I'm not sure about, um, you know, the Constitution Party or Independence if they caucus, but on the Republican Party, on the night of caucus, we're going to have a, a presidential poll. We'll have a Super Tuesday, and that's a first for Utah. So we're very excited. We want to get people there. We want to gauge where Utah is on their presidential choice, at least at caucus, March 5th. And um, throughout the show, we're going to be I'm trying to get as many candidates, Democrat, independents, constitutional, and Republicans in front of you because we want you to 
get a firsthand look at, at who is going on the ballot and we'll try to do as best we can. Yeah, we definitely want to give, um, we want to give every candidate an opportunity to reach as many people as they can. And we want to give everyone who's interested in, uh, in laying their vote down, their sacred vote, that they do so uh, with a feeling that they, they're, they're voting on, on uh, someone they are familiar with. And it's not, they're not going in there and walking out wondering how was my vote. I didn't know three of those people or any of that. So I want to make that available. And uh, before we kick into the regular news, let's uh, just uh, punch through the headlines that are coming out of our transcript bulletin. Uh, Matt and Janet Day, uh, they are the benefit fund uh, recipients for this year's transcript bulletin benefit. Um, Got a little baby. Uh, Madeline Rose Day was born February this year, and she has... Um, I don't understand most of these words. Uh, after 26 gestational weeks, weighing one pound, three ounces. And I think, wow. That, so that is uh, 26 weeks. Mm, that's like uh, almost 20 weeks short of uh, due mm. date. So I think you reach out to them through the transcript bulletin. It looks like, so they, they got the benefit? Yes. So if I, you know reading all the headlines uh the the fire the truck that ran crazy down main street lost its brakes um their uh lawyers are in court in court today or not today this week um that's a scary situation trucks running out uh, gosh they wrecked 30 vehicles um man that was a really weird day. My children and I were traveling down the main street, and is this a different day, or this is the Toyota the, dealership, or the the, the car dealership yeah. in Tooele County? Well, uh, we had gone, and we're on Main Street, and the traffic's piling up, but the smoke, mm-hmm. it was like a mushroom cloud of black smoke. Oh, it was a big and old crash. It was, I mean, we our family had a fire at our home in 2014, and it looked just like that and it mm. talk about just scary plus when we as closer we got you see ambulances because there was a car accident and um i just i think we we're very lucky that people didn't die yeah yeah i i was under the assumption i read a story that night that it had killed someone and then uh later on when i found out no one got killed there's a couple of people that you know were hospitalized for it yeah it was serious i was very thankful for that um you know, it's, you know, that's no joke. A double be- a double belly dump truck. I mean, even empty, you're talking 60, 70,000 pounds. Just this makes me wonder, you know, hard. a lot of people bring this up, but, you know, our main street is not a big street and they have widened it and everything else. But semis on it are, I mean, how often do you have a semi like that going down a street? Uh, all day, every day. There's double dumps on there. It does a lot of wor- damage believe, to roads, doesn't it? Honestly, I believe it's time that the county steps up, talks to the Army Depot, takes a, peels a little bit off of there in south of Tooele. They build like a belt route that 
cuts down goes spending the works goes kind of skirts the army depot comes across and then pops back out there by thousand north where they that is planned to absorb the okay semi-traffic well and i i know there's been talk of trying to do something more east from the 201, a separate exit off mm-hmm. of the 201 that would actually go around Erda yeah, or, all the way to Twila. Yeah, build um, it on the other side. Build it on like whatever a, side. Like a corridor. What is that yeah. called? The Mountain View yeah. corridor? But they, they need a belt route. Uh, Twila, granted, yes, we don't need a belt route. We're not big enough. But we need to have a heavy transport route because that's pretty scary. Twila is not a level city it it has an incline heading north uh towards the lake and that truck that that could have turned out so much worse and it's bad right now but imagine just how easy it would have been for it to be a nightmare yeah and hi mom oh hello she's she's so great my mom thank you for tuning in Mm mm-hmm and please tap in the chat if there's anything you want to talk about because yes. we want to involve you. That's something in the show that that this is the one one of the things I have loved about this show from as long as I've been watching it and getting to participate is we get a lot of people who bring some really, I mean, you are a character in the show with the people that tune in and are regulars and that just comment and when they know something and they're sharing it and we get some great great uh just imagine watchers how awful i'd be without you guys making comments it'd be unbearable and some of the comments aren't great for some people for us for me sometimes um when i've done a political show or when i've watched other people and i've seen people in the comments but that's the beauty of this country is that uh we get to share hopefully a little bit longer with Mm -hmm. the whole free speech thing and (laughs) you know we don't want you to be a jerk but i by all means be blunt and and tell us what's on your mind when you know because we we're going to ask questions when we have guests on and we want to interview them that's something that we want to bring your voice to the table because Mm -hmm. a lot of the people who are running for office they need to get your trust and your well they also need to, to hear what's going on absolutely you know there might be something come up that that uh that they need to hear about. But anyways. I am curious about the trucks thing, and I know that the county is constantly um, focusing on roads. It is a state's issue with UDOT. They have to, you know, most of them will pay, will be the ones forking out the money to build new roads, new highways like that. Um, and we're, we're kind of, I mean, there's a lot of issues that we were going to talk about tonight uh, regarding Tooele County, and we do want to get, you know the horse in here so we hear it from the horse's mouth to say but the just the talk of a of a inland port for mm-hmm. example something like that that puts Tooele County on the map as far as consideration for a new build out of Utah Utah state is going to have to come up with funding and throw it at, at counties that do have mm-hmm. uh, something like that inside them so a lot of times we're going to be picked over um because we don't have 
the population, we may not be providing the industry on the state's level. So maybe UDOT's not thinking roads here. That could be, yeah. Uh, we really, on the, on the state level, especially how close we are to Salt Lake, we probably don't even register on the radar. Um, when the funding is concerned, yeah. yeah. But if, if we do throw out something like an inland port and then they'll do studies to see what kind of traffic that's going to be. I mean, there's constant studies going on all the time. And I noticed that with our county council is before they before they spend money on projects and things, they're, they see the value in spending money on, and maybe not everything needs a study, but for great big things, I think a study is absolutely worth it. So they know, is that money going to be effective? Is mm -hmm. that money... I mean, is that doable? Is it going to be a waste? Um, so I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. And I'm sure a study's been done regarding a highway. But after an accident like this, it just well, makes you wonder, because I'm on that same road with my the, kids, not even in that. I was in that same spot, not even that, five minutes prior. The part that concerns me is how they plan on making downtown like a shopping district. And I don't think you can have a shopping district in a major thoroughfare in the same place. I think we need to figure out how to separate the two. That's true. All right, so we got a man facing nine charges after Cox causing accident with a stolen vehicle. Uh, Zachary Allen Wood, 32. He's been arrested and booked into Toiling Callen Jail on charges of failure to respond. Uh, police tried to pull him over. He kept going and... Uh, and it caused an accident in Stansbury Park. Yep, doesn't sound like there was any uh, fatalities in the accident, so that was good. But bad boy, Zachary. Okay, what else is in the news? Uh, Bardi Wranglers are coming to Grantsville. Um, the Grantsville and Skull Valley FFA are putting uh, putting them on. Um, they're from Durango, Colorado. Uh, most everyone's heard of them or seen them. They're kind of a country uh country western group that's december 8th at 7 p.m at the grantsville high school i wonder if it'll have a, a christmas theme to it or something um i've heard that's of good. these people yeah, before I've, I've gone and seen them before they're you know uh folk singers kind of situation yeah i guess there won't be music. dancing if it's going to be at the auditorium yeah, but usually. the place i saw them the people were dancing sometimes they have it yeah i've seen them at um I think it was Deseret Peak at the Deseret Peak in the rodeo yep. shed, and and yeah. So go check it out on December eighth at Grantsville. Uh, did it give price on tickets? Is it? It did not. It did not give a price. I could. Read well, check it out. Answer. Check out the transcript bulletin, you guys. I have to say that uh, I, in my experience with with politics, especially, and just being a regular. Joe, you don't always get good media or accurate media or media that is just giving you information and letting you decide for yourself or do more research or whatever. And I can't, I cannot applaud the transcript bulletin enough. Yeah. Tim Gilly goes out of his way. I tell this all the time. I have no idea what political affiliation he is. Um, I'll send him messages about meetings the council's having or something happening in Stansbury or in Grantsville. And he will, he'll do everything he can to be there and do a report on it and just keep our county informed. If you don't have a subscription to the transcript and 
I mean, they have an online version or they also have, if you are like me, I love to have a newspaper because I still like to thumb through a newspaper and I have a bird. So I can line the cage (laughs) with the papers when I'm done and save articles that I like. But um, it's, it's really cheap and it's really good really just good information, especially regarding what's happening in our county. It's so. definitely good to keep it supported because um, this is how we get our Tooele news. Yeah. You know, you can read the, the papers out of Salt Lake and they're only going to cover Tooele news when it meets a threshold. But we've got like this piece of news right here. Hi, Norma. Thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, yep. Hi, Norma. Thank um, you for being on. So Harris, uh, Old Harris Elementary, finally uh, opens up as its unsheltered uh, community shelter. Boy, that just sounded awkward to say. But it's been a while. We've been It's been teased for over a year now. Um, Harris Community Village and Resource Center, a hub for the unsheltered and those experiencing financial dis- difficulties, has opened in Tooele City. What, what, wait, what does unsheltered mean? Homeless? Uh, yeah, it means homeless. I don't know why we, or, or home adjacent. So this has been a topic of concern for a number of residents. I've seen on the Tooele 411, because um, it's over at the old Harrison Elementary School, mm-hmm. 251 North 1st Street. And people were are concerned, so I, I think we keep a close eye on if their concerns are... I wonder what their concern is. Will, is the concern that by opening this, it'll bring more homeless yes. to the county seeking uh, respite? And that could be? Well, that mayors in, say, Salt Lake City have yeah. an overflow problem and they know that there's a place they can send them. They That's do. a concern. The other concern was the neighbors were worried about drugs and potential Definitely. criminals who may be, or mentally ill folks. I mean, this is this is right there in a neighborhood, right? We are moving to where that is becoming a greater, every day a greater problem with the, you know, and I'm not saying this to disparage anyone, but with the drug issues that we have, the drug issues to the point of where people are non-cooperative in society, the mental health issues generally... Uh, no, I shouldn't say generally, but often caused by the drug issues. Um, but Norma, hopefully... Norma is saying drug test them. And I think that this, and, and to be fair, I don't have a lot of information on this center. But I think that's an this absolutely one is, fair... This one is going to be a drug test center. We've had the lady on that's been spearheading it like a year, year and a half ago. Here's the issue. With that, and I'm not saying this to disparage this because I actually support this opening up. If we can say Salt Lake City has an overflow, so they catch people at the door before they've gone in for any kind of test or any kind of recuperation. They throw them on a bus, they ship them out to Twilla with the plan that Twilla will take that overflow. Twilla, they get out here to Twilla. And they drug test them, then they fail. Now they're uh, unsheltered in Tooele and and shelterless in Tooele. So, what I think we need to do here's what I'm going to say 
I think we need to make sure that um, that Tawilla uh, receives uh, resources and recompense to how many unsheltered people are sent out here from Salt Lake. And I think Tawilla, these these folks at this village, they need to I, they need to be totally in control of this facility to to say no if they have to. Um, oh, they that's know a, that's the problem. What if the a bus just shows up? If that's happening, there's there, so, and that's what I'm afraid of. I'm yep, afraid that we're going to have to watch it. Mayors all over the country do this. They don't want to build more shelters in their city, and their city doesn't want homeless a homeless problem. So they will bust them out to cities that have shelters, and we're or rural even community. places that don't. But we're not getting any state funds out here in Tooele, or we're not getting very little state funds. Because the state sets aside money to deal with the homeless problem. Salt Lake gets all the state funds, but then Salt Lake may ship them out. The problem is we've got to get to the bottom of why people keep falling through the cracks like this. The mental illness, I mean, maybe we need to go back and and reinstate uh, the ability to house people with mental issues against their will. Um, like a mental institution. Yeah, like they used to have before the 80s. Well, and that's a whole nother topic because, yeah. and we should go into that because uh, there are needs for mental institutions. I know there was a lot of abuse there and a lot of The problems. abuse started when the funding dried up. Under JFK, they started doing away with the mental institutions. JFK got that ball rolling. And so every year they got less funds, but they didn't kick the people out yet. That didn't happen until Reagan, and no president spearheaded that off. But it was under JFK that that ball started rolling. I did not rolling. realize that. And so you've got JFK, you've got Johnson, you've got um, Carter, Nixon, Ford, Carter. Well, and so Norma's saying test drug tests before they transport. And That's honestly, this Salt is all Lake, procedural. And those little procedural, we don't Salt know Lake what those are. Salt Lake won't do that. Salt Lake, I promise because you. Because someone Salt has Lake, to pay for that drug test. Someone has to pay for that. they don't want to do and that. a bus trip, a bus full of homeless people is probably cheaper than processing them. Maybe we need to have a state process center where we set aside a place that all areas can send them to 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 get recovery like this but then they won't show up the other thing about drug testing it turns away the people who honestly need the drug test and need the mental health the most unfortunately yeah the drug testing only brings in uh the people that honestly they could go to a church receive help for a few months would probably be fine on their own the drug testing turns away the people that need the but now I think of families that are in homeless shelters and I think man I, how terrifying must that be oh, and what kind of security is afforded the shelters and so all these questions I'd love know. to have this woman on again I think we should go do a tour um, I absolutely because when you unfortunately there are people who are in the system and they're homeless and they've mm -hmm. got little children and um you know, can you background check people who are coming to stay in this shelter who are going to be sleeping maybe feet away from your child? Can you can you keep families separate from single folks? Can I mean, I have no idea, but I know all of these questions were brought up when this, I know well you, before this uh, ground was even broken. Ukraine could do with some young men right about now. Oh, man. 
Uh, okay. So South Rim's getting a fire station. They broke ground. So that'll be good. South Rim and, and that'll be able to service Stockton as well, I'm sure. So that's and Rush Valley. South Rim is so beautiful. That'll be good. That'll be good to have them get a fire station. Um, they're still kind of a spread out community. Uh, I'm, you know, be interesting to see how this works out. And I wonder how the payment for, uh, for that is going to work out if the, if the, you know, community, uh, if, if the greater county absorbs that or if South Rim figures out a way that they absorb that. I don't know. That's all. They up won't in the be air. under North Tooele Fire District. Uh, hey, I, I don't know. I don't know. Tooele County announced plans for a groundbreaking ceremony December 14, 2023 at 10 a.m. to kick off the $39 million enhancement project to the Deseret Peak Complex. And we're trying to get someone to come in in the next month or so to explain to us what they're working on. We want a, uh, we want a good breakdown. Are they fixing the pool? Are they putting in more set up for I've spoken with this. Jared Hamner um, about this issue and one thing they did a study um, to see what the best benefit is um, Deseret Peak we know is not profitable um, you also probably know that I'm not a big fan of taxpayers losing money over and over and over however oh, the other it. side is that Deseret Peak is the potential for it is there it's a rec center that is actually central to Grantsville, Tooele, and Stansbury. The state can never run a profitable business. Right. They've never, never in the history of man have they proven that a government runs a profitable business. So what they need to do is they need to get someone on the side. I still think all these entities like the golf course in Stansbury, they need to do a half in with a private business that wants to make money. And then I think we'll start seeing these things turn around. Other than that, you know what? Uh, these government boondoggles, they're like boats. They're just holes that you pour money into. Well, I can say that our council has selected some good people to run the Deseret Peak. I, I, it doesn't matter. You can. Well, I know. I'm not arguing with you. The government messes everything up. Yeah. But I'm just going to give you a little bit minus. of information. $39 million enhancement is no mm. no. Now Small they're getting feet. it on a on a on a. They did not have to um, raise grant, taxes right? on this. It's a bond. They're getting it on a bond, but so they're raising taxes down the road on this. Well, I think everyone's raising taxes down the yeah. road. It is a. I mean, we're only entering inflation. But, I mean, the well, positive I mean, we could go thing into is super inflation. You know, and then pretty soon, thirty nine million is what you're going to be spending on your milk run. Well, listen, on so a Thursday afternoon, the inflation is there, but the. The thing is, is that, yes, it's it's expensive, but I think the improvements and what the study showed is these improvements are, are going to provide more to the people of, of the county in a way that it's very positive. Um, I hope so. They have an extraordinary pool, and I think that, that the pool itself, I mean, Stansbury High doesn't have one. Does Grantsville have one? Grantsville does not have Tooele a pool. City is the only place in the county high school that can do these, um, you know, pool training and everything else. So I'm really excited about the fact that all the schools could use it 
Um, they could have tournaments there. They could do a lot with the pool. And um, in the summer, families can use it. Do and they it have is outdoor close. pools and tournaments? I don't know. I, well, I, I think that's know. part I, of the $39 look, million is I, going to cover it. I agree, but I still think that governments need to get a handle on this they need to go to they need to offer a bid for outside people to do the management so it'd be a a dual ownership thing where an outside person owns the business and the county owns the property and materials and then they do a 50 50 split down the middle on income because the outside person within whatever guidelines are set up will figure out how to manage a business and outside like the golf course in stansbury talk about a boondoggle there but an outside business would say hey let's get the lgp what do they call it lgba yeah or the pga or the lady golfers association um get them in let's try to get junior golfers let's try to get maybe college competition in here something that brings eyes in brings money to the course makes money what does the state do? Oh, just keep running it. And, well, you know, and the I'm, service agency has said that's not an option. And a lot of people don't want a private entity um, having ownership of the then, ground. But again, they're then we leasing. we don't have the ground. I they're mean, leasing. Then I, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, this golf course is up for lease. And, that's right. Or we want a partner. I, I mean, there's always and solutions just, and the hey, private market set usually settles it. And I'm telling you, have the county on the land and the materials and then have a private entity run the business for profit set up guidelines around that they make it profitable but 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 then then the county just gets just gets paid for the land and the business gets half of the profits because we tried that with the racetrack the county owned the land and my time actually was running it for the county in the interim between the court case and um, I, I'm not sure. What if, held them back? I, well, it's from, never made a profit. What uh, kind of held them back from that? I mean, could it be we don't have any of the supporting industry to actually handle the racetrack out here? Well, yeah. Who who knows how to run a racetrack? And most racetracks are not profitable. Um, I don't know if it's. I mean, some of them are probably close but they don't just make money off racing they've got to have a series of different of different ways and right now we've got our racetrack is uh out here in Tula county is got a ton of different they're always doing events they're always you know introducing new uh corporate you know corporations can go out and do corporate day with their with their employees and they can i mean there's all kinds of fun things but you've got to do it all the time and so I think, again, if the county stayed out of uh, or if the Stansbury agency stayed out of the business of running a golf course and mainly just rented that space so the Stansbury service agency still owns it, the options would be that these people, though, wouldn't share their profits with us. I think as long as our ground is paid for. Because what business wants to come in and share profits you, with you a private that, partner? Because they don't want you tuning you, in, like you have telling them how to run in. their business. You have that written in, into a lease. And you might get a couple of leases where, you know, one company wants to run just the uh, concession stand and another company. And that, you know, 
one that offers up to where not everyone's footing the bill, but that offers up someone who wants to kick off a business a shot, a chance. Well, and you know, this is probably, um, oh, Norma's adding some insight. They are planning an outdoor larger pool, camping hookups for only a few days a year, waste of taxpayer funds. Yeah. Need a separate diaper pool. That's a good point. Um, We do have like the largest swimming pool in the state, I think, out there. And they are looking at, I mean, it's an excellent pool. For, it's an Olympic-sized swimming pool. And it has a big butt crack right down the middle. And so that pool definitely needs to be fixed. And I know they are considering the use, the use of using the pool year-round. Um, when they were talking about the bond, it was to Is that to enclose build a cover it. over it? Oh. So, and then also letting That's, the high schools use it. Um, change a lot, yeah. And if they did add a, a baby's pool or something. Just imagine Grantsville showing up with a with a swim team. Absolutely. That'd be wild. And, you know, Stansbury has a swim team and they have to practice at Tooele's. I, home ground so to have like a neutral ground that's everybody's it is in grantsville city so grantsville could could be excited about that but yeah i, I think it's you know you're gonna if i think you get more going on there um hi fred you get more going on there and then you can actually keep kids busy with softball uh, baseball soccer i agree 100 percent. and i'm gonna lean back on the point that a government has never ran anything successfully. There is a reason why governments contract with private waste management. The most basic thing that governments do is take the poo away from your house and they contract out with someone else to do that because they know they'll fail at it. And that is one thing they can't fail at because cholera wipes out it decimates communities. Here's the thing. There are people in Stansbury that have actually said, we need to have a rec- recreational center built in Stansbury. And that is so frustrating because. Sure. I think they do. Rec think centers do. don't make money because in order to use those centers, you've got to pay a little bit, but it, if for them, I mean, that's what gyms are for. Yep. You know, Boston makes a, a ton of money. We are on a time crunch. If we want to get to this other stuff. So, sorry to cut this short. I think it's very interesting, and and we'll keep you posted. And the council has been really great about um, about sharing in transparency as far as through this process in their council meetings. And Mm -hmm. so we're going to get some of the council on, and we're going to actually go into depths over these. We're going to grind with them and send your feedback. We'll pass the feedback along. They'll be in here, so you can pass your feedback right to them. Let's see if we can't get some common sense run in here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I seriously. would love it. Tonight we're reading from the Deseret News. And they've got an, the Deseret News has an advertisement for the Daily Wire in the corner. I just want everyone to take a minute and drink that Well, in. everybody wants money and they don't care where it comes well, from most times. How about that movie they just put out on the Daily oh, Wire? The Lady Ballers. Lady Ballers. That's, I wish that you could just stream that movie and I not know. have to buy a why subscription. Can't, why can't I sign on to Daily Wire, pay him five bucks and stream that movie? I don't know. Because I want to see it. Instead, I've got to sign up for a subscription and then kill it. Well, that's where know? the world's gone in media. A subscription. So if you are watching us on, on YouTube and you want subscribe. this for free, 
please hit the like button and subscribe. And that that's all we ask. And then I think there's a bell you got to touch. And no, you just hit subscribe and it'll alert you that when the show's on. I think you have to touch a bell to you get the alert. Stop touching bells. I, uh, I so what he's showing you is that we are the preferred host for the 2034 Olympics, Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, and you know we this did a is, good job last we time. We did, but do you remember the? You didn't live in Salt Lake during the prep oh, up, no. did you? Um, okay, I lived downtown. Yeah, through the Olympics, uh, and I worked in a a like a nightclub. So chaos is all I can remember from 2002. However, leading up seven years prior, do you remember the construction on I-15 to widen oh, the freeway? They built it out and nice, yeah. It was so nice. And it's still going on in Orem and will forever. Sorry, Orem, you guys will never have a, a healthy drive through your city. That is the scariest thing you'll ever do. It's the, awful. The, the thing I remember, you know, there's when you compare our city as hosting the Olympics to other cities, especially in China. Um, they build these elaborate mm -hmm. games and, you know, all the facilities and the, we've got the huge ski ramp and stuff that's been done. But what our city has done that others haven't is we've maintained them and we've actually used those facilities. You mean and China didn't keep the nope, smog they out? they built literal... And they and let the stray dogs back in? I think Japan too um, built, there's like Olympic graveyards, you should look it up in, I think it might be in Japan or Beijing. So it's like the place is dilapidated. They built it up for the Olympic Games only and they have no use for well, it after. This is what I want to say. Okay. A lot of our Olympics were held up in Park City. Yes. And private industries run those and rent those out. You can go down their ski ramp. Yeah, you can use it now. Because a private industry says... Yes, we'll keep this alive and keep it running. Had it been Park City property or State of Utah property, it would be the exact same thing. Point to Jared, everyone. I'm throwing big W's on the board tonight. Just I'll just keep uh -huh. it going. So the fact that here's the thing about this headline that we're preferred. It makes me wonder, like, are they waiting? Like, when do they decide? And what is it? We just have to well, slip a little more money to them under the table. <laughs> this is for uh, the uh, twenty thirty four Olympics, so uh, fifteen years from now. So, so do we have to go right now? Our freeways are pretty much at capacity since the Olympics in two thousand two. We've actually added a million people to our state residency. Hey, maybe that's why we need it. So we pour some uh, international money into our freeways. So I'm not sure how much international money goes to cities that works. get it. Because you know what? I, I'm so torn on whether I want it to come or not. I love I the Olympics like anyone else. Well, maybe less than most people. Um, I, but I, I, I see the reason for it. I think it's great. It's, it's a tradition that's been going on since Athens. Right? I don't know. I, I personally... Um, I like the curling event. I feel like that brings it into where I could actually compete in sports. <laughs> I could be sitting out there with a Yeti cooler on a lawn chair, or an ice fishing chair, depending on what time of year it is. And, uh, you know, drinking a beer, stand up, push. A the, little sweeping. Push the, I believe they call it a puck in curling. I don't think I could be a sweeper. Those guys are, are I mean... The, the guy who actually pushes the thing, he only has to stretch one I see, leg. and I'm already bored. <laughs> That's curling, I can't imagine, um, but it is a sport. And they've added new sports as well that are 
or interesting. Um, but here's the thing, you know, 2002 had all that drama and that's where Mitt Romney kind of came to the scene where he came into Utah fixed it. and fixed it. And as a private person, as a private individual fixed it because it was being run into the ground. Right. And there was by some, a whole bunch of government people. There was some uh, controversy and basically comp- that the committee was compromised at that point. Well, it, and it was all government. It was all go- they, they It wasn't ran like a private business. They were overspending on everything. Oh, every Friday we've got to have a caviar lunch and crap like that. No, governments do that. Private businesses know what they have to do to survive. Governments, if government runs short, all they do is point guns at their people and, you know, milk more money out of them and run them dry. They, you know, where private businesses have to actually make it work. Well, and, uh, you know, Governor Levitt, I believe, was the governor who made the decisions on on building the new freeways and stuff to accommodate the Olympics. Governor Cox has, has mentioned that, you know, Utah, we know how to do this. We do have really stringent laws when it comes to alcohol. That's why I say chaos goes off in my mind because I was well, a bartender. Was it a chaotic and, thing then? Oh, yeah. And back then, before the Olympics, we had a bunch of, we had different liquor like laws. you're serving that German guy beer after beer after beer. And well, no, they, saying, they didn't understand why they couldn't have a beer a and a sidecar, things like that. Um, our, our drunk driving has been changed to 0.05 is yeah, considered drunk is, driving in this state. I which think is there's very two other low. states that carry that, which is very low. That's, that's, that's uh, I mean, unless you are a competent drinker, that's one beer away from a Dewey. So we, we have what we learned too. They, they lightened some of the laws. Um, we've since raised the con, you know, the percentage of beer sold here, mm-hmm. um, in our well, stores. They've allowed, uh, kind of craft brewery into the market yeah so still budweiser cores and all that will be your three two beer but your crafts can get up to i think four and the thing is governor cox mentions you know we're great at welcoming new people into the state and he's right we have a lot of amazing people and i think that i i live downtown and it literally took me 45 minutes to get from the capital to just the freeway um, during the games. But there was a buzz in the community and it it was really cool to have people Mm -hmm. from all over the world in our city. So I'm, I'm, I don't love the idea of the chaos or the money that, that I don't know how much the Olympic committee pays out to help people get ready for the Olympics, but if it's our state that has to pay out, then I'm more. Or how much do they get in return on that? So if the state pays that out and then they get that in return on sales and leases oh it's huge for businesses you know that might be a good thing it is it is huge and it is a testament to governor cox and um governor herbert in the welcoming of business and the promotion of business and just the promotion of the state and i think it's it's nice it's nice that we're in the running um for the people who want it uh for the people who don't i mean (laughs) rural utah who knows? Maybe they'll want to do an event out here in our county, and that could be huge for our businesses too. So I can see, I can see the pros and cons to that. Speaking yeah. of cons, <laughs> well, <laughs> double entendre there. Um, okay, so we'll open up this next one. We're reading this from X. 
Um, so, as everyone knows, they just uh, closed down the the State Bad Boy Hotel to open up a new one up by the airport. And they're proposing now. Can I have, you zoom in on that? Because it is atrocious. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, kinda. So this is in Draper, Utah, where the this is a proposal, and this was actually proposed to California, which was denied. And I'm thinking, really, if California said no to this art art piece, um, well, why are they liking this in Utah? What if it's what if it's being made by a uh, a straight white man i mean that might it is an artist that might be design. why california said oh no this item is 300 feet tall mm -hmm. and all right big zoomed up it's picture. just well, i'm with you norma this thing is is ugly i don't I, I love draper i love it i love it i have friends that live there um i didn't uh, we looked to buy a house there before just because i love oh, the area um, but I cannot imagine, and those houses are not cheap, especially on the mountains who are overlooking where this item would be. And, uh, you know, I thought we were done with statues in this country. I thought we kind of nope. put a kibosh no, no, on No, 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 We're done with straight white men statues. I don't know. I don't know what this artist looks <laughs> okay, like or anything. I just is, know is What it atrocious. is, well, he put a rainbow flag in it. Mixed in. So. But I can't see. I, th I think it's called, if we could look at Statue of Responsibility. Yeah, it's it's it up, It's supposed to be uplifting. Justice. Well, it screams kind of, yes, it does. Um, it's supposed to make um, you're what lifting looks like up. the Statue of Liberty is, it's like, I think it's so to explain mimic. It, you've got two hands interlocked, like one is like... Um, uh, Sylvester Stallone in that movie that he made, the rock climbing movie, when he saves yep. the other person. That's what he's doing. He's he's catching them. Um, so it's two arms. Yes. That are, one's holding the other. 300 yes. feet, people. Um, and it's where the, pr the prison was. So you would see I, this from the point of the mountain, probably I, all the way around. I think it's supposed to be kind of uh the well the way they're selling it is it's gonna be a message of hope for where a, a evil internment place was what i don't but let's face it the prison i don't was, even think they thought about the prison when uh, they suggested the location i think they thought they oh thought there's property this there. is prime real estate i think the prison went away because it was prime real estate and they wanted that was to, one of the arguments they wanted to sell but that can i just boy. if i want to get a message of hope if you go to the point of the mountain and you just look at this gorgeous valley we live in and the mountains are to me enough i think that this takes from that don't you? I think oh. it's an eyesore. I, I don't know if it's an eyesore or not. I'm, I'm, I can't make artistic judges. But I'm blind and I can't tell what it is from this distance. And I'm wondering, like, what, do you want this in your backyard if I you can, just spend a million dollars for a home? I, I have a lot of issues with um, if they're going to spend any state money. 
on anything that has any message that's derivative. I think we've already shown they want to tear down statues of of uh, our old political figures to appease some group. Okay, fine. No more statues. Let's just just don't build one that's you know. Oh, we've got to get back at the conservatives now, so we'll build a socialist statue and. I just think that that's just... um, I think statues are great in museums when there's context. I mean, if people want to tear down statues, but the reason I go to D.C. with my kids is to take them to see the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Memorial. These These things have context. You learn something about history, and that's what they're for, right? I've got a great story. So we don't forget. When I went to Washington... But something like this... I went there with my brother and my uh, my sister-in-law and their three kids. You know, they lived in Maryland at the time. We popped over. And my nephew at the time's probably five or six. And we're by the Hoover Monument, which is that one that has all the gears and yeah. everything else. And there's a big park kind of around it. And kind of like a, a main thoroughfare goes right around the side. And we pull up on a bench, the littlest baby, you know, she's three or four she's in the stroller the older boy he's you know 13 he just he's my shadow he just walks next to me and we get there and the middle guy had run you know he did what you know five-year-old boys do and you know we're yelling for him yelling for him and he comes running around from the tree that was on the main thoroughfare facing side Comes running around the tree and running up to us, and he's not far from the road. I peed on a tree. <laughs> I was like, "That's the best." That's he peed on a tree in D.C. Wow! I wish that's a crime. Sure, and it's awesome. <laughs> it was committed by a five-year-old. The kid's a stud, hundred percent. But that was the best time. Yep. And now we're we're gonna try to flow through these. We have someone coming in to chat with us here in a second. And so we're going to try to flow through these. And this is this is a story that uh, I really wanted to talk about because. I agree with you, Norma. And we're going to, she thinks it's an eyesore as well. And you know what? It might be. Oh, Brian. I, Brian Sheets has joined us. I can't. Welcome. Hi, Brian. I can't judge that because um, I have yeah i'm not the one to uh criticize art in any way um so there was a vote held held in dc this is kind of the international politic inside of the show right now for real it's a vote held in dc very controversial vote um there was a resolution to condemn rising anti-Semitism in the nation and the world. And everyone voted either yes or present or abstain. What is the, What was the vote? Uh, the, uh, the, the vote was... To say that we are not anti-Semitic? The vote was calling on elected officials, faith leaders, and civil society leaders to condemn all forms of anti-Semitism. No problem, right? Urging elected officials to condemn all 
denials and distortions of the Holocaust and to promote education about the Holocaust and anti-Semitism. Not a problem there. Calling for intensifying U.S. cooperation with other governments to fight global anti-Semitism. I don't like the number one because you're calling on leaders to condemn something they may or may not agree with. I have no issues on them. That's free speech. Condemning um, people, you know, talking bad about other people because that's just them saying, yeah, you're But I like hearing it because I want to know who you are. That's a good point. I want to know exactly who you are and what you believe before I want you to shut up. But let me dig into what's real ugly. Calling for intensifying U.S. cooperation with all other governments to fight global anti-Semitism. That starts getting sketchy. It starts sounding like your boys get to go crawl in the mud in some other country for somebody else. Urging social media sites to do more to measure and deal with anti-Semitism online while protecting free speech concerns. That sounds way scary. That's where they start cutting off the First, first Amendment. You know, And then offering the House's support for boosting Jewish institutions, physical security, which could involve providing more funding to help with that. I do not think that everybody's general fund should be delivered for special causes. Everybody's general fund should be delivered to everybody generally. And if it doesn't support everybody, it needs to be raised by the special people that need the special fund. Well, physical security, um, I think if you're going to throw money at physical security, let's do it at schools nationwide. Um, I mean, if that's... Jewish schools, there was that Jewish school All in, schools. Where was that? Christian Ju- schools. There was a Jewish school earlier this year, I want to say it was in Georgia, that had an attack, but this Jewish school pays for its own security, and the attacker awesome. was stopped before they got in the building. Come to find out, the attacker was, I think, a former student there. So, but we're seeing a bit of that. We don't need to dig into that right now. That's a touchy subject. Uh, what was that in Tennessee or somewhere that we found that but out? But again, you're right. The general fund means everybody. General fund so. means general fund, period. End of discussion. But, anyways, Thomas Massey, the only no vote. And I think, well, I know that Massey. He said, this is what he said. If we just voted based on the name of the bills, I'd vote for almost all of them. I don't hate anyone based on his or her ethnicity or religion. Legitimate government exists in part to punish those who commit unprovoked violence against others. But government can't legislate thought. This bill promoted internet censorship and violations of the First Amendment. It's 100%. But they're calling him Mr. No now. They used to call Ron Paul Dr. No, but they're calling him Mr. No. Thomas Massey, for those who don't know, he is uh, the congressman I like the most. Um, He's principled, and he lives his principles and believes in it. He's not like these people who who go out and say, well, you must do this, but I'll do something different. Like all those guys who who fly their private jet to uh, 
to a foreign country to tell everyone else to quit flying places. And then, right. they, then they eat the big old rare steak while they're trying to force us to eat uh, crickets and crap. So, yeah. Good Thomas for me Massey's and not the for man. the... Yeah. So, he voted no. Thomas Massey, good sir, if you ever hear this, you have my full support. He's a Republican out of Kentucky. Um, uh, I think he's the only actual elected that you do feel like you fully the support. The only one. The only one that I I follow him on Twitter. I there are there are I follow a few people on Twitter, but he I follow, I pay attention to closely. Um, he's an MIT graduate. He's a, a, a genius human being. And, um, you know, if we could get uh, 400 more of him, we could save this country. Well, I just like to say that I think that I think that, like I said, free speech should win every time. Mm-hmm. And when you censure people. You know, in when you vote to censure someone in Congress or someone in the Senate. I, I hate it because really nothing happens to them. It's just like Sometimes slapping them on the hand, speak on the floor, and saying you did a bad thing we don't agree with. Yeah. But with a vote like this, there are weeds that you get into with free speech. And I am I I've been watching the congressional testimony right now with the Jewish students at Penn and at New York. At, is it NYC? I am a, just astonished. Mean, isn't at, it Penn, Harvard, and? Uh, and it's NYC as well. Was and it I'm NYC a, that was up there, the presidents? In and New York. they're losing, what, uh, Penn State is losing a hundred million dollars a year from uh, a big time lawyer that said, I'm pulling my funding, I'm pulling my contributions. Well, and was this lawyer Jewish? Don't know. Doesn't because matter. This is the thing. Like these students are terrified and they are and the school is letting their their even their code of conduct just go under the wayside because they don't want to offend anybody and yet they're not protecting these Jewish students. And I think it's just horrible the state of the world where a, we're still dealing with this and a, a young lady said it best. She said, uh, you know, you're not protecting me. I'm afraid. I've been assaulted. Our library, and it's not just students; it's professors as well. And when it was brought to Harvard's uh, president, they asked her how much how much money comes into your Mideastern studies funding from an outside source, and she said she didn't know. Well, it was like a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. that's funding their Middle Eastern studies in um, at Harvard. And these are people who are actually paying money to basically threaten these young people. And this is just horrible. It's just horrible. It's the state of the affairs is wrong. Hi. Yes, it's awful. But I will say this. Um, I think a principled stance on free speech, because where could this lead? This could lead to more government involvement in your life, all sorts of crappy stuff. Uh, You know, it's awful. Norma says we need less government overall, not more legislation to control us. And Mm. that's just it. Whenever the legislation says... You know, Norma's a family member of mine. Oh, she is? Can you tell? Uh, When the statute actually (laughs) says that we are voting for these, all the members of Congress that have to condemn 
Well, you're voting on their speech. You're basically saying you have to publicly condemn it. And like I said, I, I want to know what people think. And mm-hmm. you've got the, the gang, you know, up there that's anti-Semitic is all get out. And they're, they're not shy about it, those ladies. And yeah. to be honest, I want to know who they the are. The squad. The squad, that's right. I want to know who they are mm-hmm. because at least well, you know the devil as far as the devil you don't know, right? It's not just about that, but I want to have an argument about what we're talking about. You mean an open conversation or a possible yes. debate, which yes. fuels people's interest and it also engages their mind and their brains and lets people like us, outsiders watching, form our own opinion and yes. our own thoughts. Wow, can you imagine? 100%. Okay, oh, let's introduce our fun guest. Oh, look, it's a Jared sandwich. That's what we got. Are you ready for this? All right, so we've got Mallory in. Uh, Mallory runs Shield Maidens Tactical. Um, She's also a constant guest. She's also somebody that's on our show all the time, tuning in and leaving lots of comments. Trolling. A good friend of the, a good friend of mine, and a good friend of the show, and mine. I love trolling you guys. Yeah, but it's not really trolling, I guess, because. Well, we agree on so much. Yeah, yeah it's not really trolling. <laughs> but anyway, on your bad side. So we're going to kick off. We got one more thing that we want to cover in the news, and uh, and then we're going to mm-hmm. chat with Mallory about uh, uh, about some you know uh, thoughts on life and hopefully some next year upcoming events. Um, but what we want to cover today, now this is a, it's not a, a spring chicken moment. It's a moment from before any of us were born. It's a, rem- it's a nice reminder put in a way that only Paul Harvey could. Mm-hmm. And if this doesn't, if you, you've probably heard it before because this has gone around and gone around, but every time I hear it, if it's 10 years ago, if it's 20 years ago, if it's two days ago, it just resonates with me because it is now, everything you hear is now. And I've said before on this show, this is not a fight against right and left. This is against good and evil and this fight that we're in, in this country. And if, if you wouldn't mind listening and you're going to start it from the beginning, Yes. Excellent. So this... I thought we'd play the last eight eight seconds. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) This is If I Were the Devil by Paul Harvey. Now, so let's not interrupt it and let's let it play through and maybe... We kind of have to interrupt it so we don't get banned. (laughs) And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I have seized the ripest apple on the tree. The... So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is... I want to take a moment here with Mallory. Mallory is... uh is kind of my religious guru on this as much as she tries. And uh, 
Do you think that the churches have been subverted? I think that... I think a lot of churches have been compromised. Um, it, it's... It, they push stuff in there. They, they push political things in there um, that they just shouldn't be doing. Um, well, and this one is talking about like how he's saying that he's not going to compromise. He'll get into it, but how he's not going to compromise the church itself. What he's going to do is whisper into the ears of the members and let them doubt the Bible and the teachings. And the thing with churches are they're imperfect because they're run by humans. And well, of course, but there's there's and they need money. There's right. there's several religious and I mean they're they're always pushing. They're always talking about make sure you go you know go and vote in church, which you know there's that's fine. But um, they do push uh, political ideology Absolutely. in churches and in many churches, um, which is, you know, I'm always grateful when I do go to a different church and I don't hear any of that, that, you know, they're just reading straight from the Bible and, you know, verse for verse, you know, and I saw that at Cavalry, but, um, you know, I, I've seen things in churches that just bother me. For oh, the, and, I'm with you. Or when the church will <laughs> change its teaching to match social agenda the the current social justice and yet it's you understand why it has to happen it's got to evolve but at the same time should a church take a stance you know like does does the vatican need to send out that people who are believe in abortion <laughs> should be able to take the sacrament well if you get a venezuelan socialist obviously it does. well the catholic church has a very long history of Yep, oh and my he, God. This, this was done in 1964, and I think that we've got the re, redone version, so I hope you can hear it okay, yeah. um, but they to make it more clear. But actually, this is aged well, and not in a good way. <laughs> but it, I would confide that what's good or what's bad is good, and what's good is lame, like square back then. Hey. I know, but as far as like these, uh, you know, like the WEF, these, these, all these groups and stuff, you know, the church, the, a lot of church leaders came to them and said, you know, you're not going to be able to do this without us. Yeah. You need the leg of faith. Mm. You're not going to be able to pull this off without us. Mm. So, you know, a lot of those guys are on board. Can I get an amen? Um, so, uh, and you know, I can't tell you how many like mega church sermons I've heard. That was, I, I, it's so twisted from what I read, um, and I hate seeing, uh, I hate seeing the word of God, uh, being twisted, you know, and that's, that's the true definition of taking the Lord's name in vain is when, you know, you're, you're a shepherd, you're teaching a congregation, the word of God, but you're twisting it to fit your narrative, um, and, uh, push your agenda. You know, it's, it's the pastor, pastors that I really like, you know, that I find they got like 10 people sitting in the pew and, and they are preaching, and, and and it is they're giving a beautiful sermon, you know. But you know those those people don't make it big time. Well, they're not in it for money. No. I mean, I've seen some incredible church service places in Texas that'll blow your mind. The money they bring in, the amount mm -hmm. of people they bring in, and I love any church that gets a person. It is very personal. If it gets you closer to your God and to into your soul that that's you congratulations if you can find that piece but when there's money involved and human you know they're 
humans are just imperfect. They're going to be greedy. They're going to be sexually deviant in some members. There are bad members in every organization, um, but churches are no different. But this, this is, this, you tear the family apart. You tear God away from people. That's what the devil does. And the devil is, the devil is the one who said, you won't, if you don't believe in him, great, but just watch and see there is evil. It's a different type of evil when you want to split families apart by the murmurs, the whisperings in the ear. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I don't have like, I don't have a church that I can call my church. I mean, um, I know my buddy's been trying to get me to come uh, visit the well. I hear a lot of good things about the pastor and, and, and that church. And I did watch one of his online sermons, and I, I didn't disagree with anything. And that was, that was nice. But, you know, and I, I had to catch myself in my own hypocrisy just this week, actually. You know, because, uh, you know, I, there's, there's so much negativity Everyone I talk to, and it's it's been bothering me this week. Every you know, I ask everybody like, "You excited about Christmas?" Because <laughs> I'm really every day I wake up, yeah, like, it's almost a, Christmas. She is uh, super excited. So, yeah, so she's excited. the Christmas lover. Yeah, I talk to everybody. People in line to check out. You excited about Christmas? But and and, and nobody is ha- nobody is excited. You know, I ask them that, and they look and they're sad. They're yeah. sad or no? They're overwhelmed and burdened. You know, I I. I think I only got one. I think I got only got two good responses, and that was from you. Surprisingly, I know. You, I can't believe Jared's excited that, about it. He's a closet Christian. I am excited. Well, for me, um, you know, we don't need to go into whatever faith I'm running with. But Agnostic. I get excited about uh, the family time. Yeah. About Christmas is a lot of different things for a lot of different yeah, people. Yeah. For me, it's, uh, I'll, I, I love it. You know, like tomorrow I get to pick up my, I get to have a sleepover with my niece and nephews tomorrow. And, and I'm excited about that. That's awesome. a fun time for game me. night. Yeah. You know? And so, and then Monday we've got the family Christmas party and that's going to be fun. You know? So, Am I falling short by not relaying it to uh, Jesus? Maybe. But I still enjoy the heck out of it every year. I love it. Well, I mean, I know I seem to look out off base, but I mean, I'm trying to bring that back to my point is that, you know, I just, you know, I have some friends that are really down right now. And I'm trying to, you know, tell them like, man, you got to focus on the good. There's so much good to be had, you know, do not, don't let it pass you by. Like, think about this. Think about that. I mean, you have this, you got, you got, you got family, you got all these great people in your life just focus on that, you know? And, but I, you know, and I realized my own hypocrisy with that when I was driving home the other night and I was like, God, you know, I really don't do that with churches I go to. <laughs> well, when I, I go to a church, I'm so used to being disappointed that you know I walk in there and I will look for what's wrong with it. So you, so you I can walk pick it apart, expecting the failure. Yeah, and I do that, and so I was like, oh. See, and for me, I don't go to a church specifically. I I feel like that same thing. I've been disappointed so much, and honestly, I have felt God in so many situations in my life, so close as if it was another person beside me, either guiding me or giving me comfort. And I don't think I need a church to 
to help facilitate that. Some people do. Well, no, it's not that they need it. It's that they love it. Yeah. They, oh, that, yeah. That, for each person, it's different. And, and so many people, you know, and it's, you know, every church I went to had a lot of, they had different qualities that were really good. And those people love it. They, mm-hmm. they are genuine, amazing, and my God, fulfilled. my God, they'll give you the shirt off their back. They didn't know me from, they didn't know me at all. And they were, the people I've met were amazing and kind and wanted to help me. They wanted to, because they feel that spirit yes, inside of them. Absolutely. They feel that spirit that they want to give, they want to help because they know, it's not like they don't know pain. They don't know suffering. They do, and and they and when you know, like when you share, when someone tells you about a similar experience that you've had, and they're going through it at right that moment, do you not want to help them? Oh, do you not sure. understand? And you want to be like, yeah, man, I've been there, but I made it out. You know, I focused on that little teeny little light at the end of that tunnel, and I just forced myself to keep walking towards it. It's true. And I'm really glad I did. And sometimes there's no light, and you just keep climbing anyway. But it, you know, if it's it, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for all the, the insane generosity of all the people I have been so fortunate to know in my life, I I don't know what it would have happened to me. Yeah. You know, when I was when I was down, it was because of those people. You know, those people decided to give a shit about me. And they didn't have to. True. But they wanted to. I mean, people in, in other states calling me. I still have phone messages on my phone from my boy Brady in Phoenix, like calling me and I love you, man. Like I still have those messages saved because at that time, that moment in my life, hearing his voice and the words he had to say to me changed everything. You know, and I bet he I bet he don't even remember that doing that at all. That's the thing when you're when you have empathy for your fellow man, yeah. and I mean nobody wants to see someone suffering. I I can't even imagine. I, well. We had our fire. I can't I can't tell you how overwhelming the kindness and generosity from my my community and then sprouting out across the state. Um, it was so overwhelming, and people who had didn't have it to give were giving, and that's very humbling because you're just like. No, I don't want you to not have something because you're helping me. I'll be okay. You know, it's it's truly remarkable to see the beautiful side to people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just I, I think that it's the harder the economy gets, the harder that that we separate from people and we alienate ourselves. That the less we see of the good on the TV or news or whatever. Mm-hmm. It puts our spirits down bad. Well, I mean, it's you just gotta. I I read the news all the you know I, I, all the time. Of course, you know I kind of been slacking off because I'm busy with my family Christmas games, which are awesome. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know I I read the news. I take it. You know I not you know I want to know what's going on, and I read the news, and then I go do my day. But I don't focus on everything that's going wrong in the world, like with with all the I mean. And that's why I love listening to your show. I love listening to you guys. You guys crack me up. <laughs> you know, and, and that's why I love, uh, you know, I love Jesse Kelly. He cracks me up. And. Uh, yeah, if you're running for office, come on the show. She'll shoot a message. Making the apocalypse fun. Hey, no, I'm just saying. Well, Do I you mean, listen to hey, Jesse Kelly? Look, I just need to, I want to know if the politicians like, have a, a clue of how the hell we feel. Hurdle one on the relay. 
Hey, <laughs> do you want to have a clue of how we feel? Listen to Jesse Kelly. Yeah. Um, Rude. You're advertising another podcast during yeah. our podcast. <laughs> but no, that's what I'm saying. So, and no, well, I mean, I I'm love uh, I love We the People a lot. I love Chelsea Hope. Love mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. But my God, if I don't need like a drink and some chocolate after I listen to one of their podcasts because it's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's a lot of sad. It's and a lot. Scary it, and it's, some of it's just rough. It's okay, really heavy. So I love that you guys make it really fun. I try to, because if it and ain't Dave. fun or funny. Where's Dave? Right there. And, uh, Dave is in Florida. Oh, he Not moved. on vacation. Not driving in snowstorms. He moved. And, and, I want to mention where my church is. My church is every other month down at the range. <laughs> Tossing lead. Now, I am, the, of course, the, the minister of said church. I um, have very good friends that we have in common. Their church is on those mountains. Yeah. They find God every time they're hiking, yeah. they're outdoors. And that's does, what I mean. How it's could a you personal not? relationship, yeah. you and God. And wherever you find him close... And, that's where your heart should be. The best one this year, when was it? It was a June or July that we went, and it was hot as Hades out there, and everyone's dying. And and you, when you start, feel, you, you're sweating, and you start feeling the tingle from the <laughs> from the ache and the hurt of it, and you're excited to get back out into that. That's where I enjoy. Yeah, the but okay, buying that Mister made a world of difference, right? Okay, oh, so I got another one. Well, well, yeah, that mister was Oh, my awesome. God. I was like, I'll buy Let, another one. Let's okay. do shorter intervals. To pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. <laughs> and then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd pray. Okay, so he just said uh, one thing. Churches pray to our Father, who is in Washington, right? That. Kind of. Well, he would teach, he's saying that not we, the churches, the members yeah, of the that, churches. Yeah, yeah, but he bookended what we just talked about. Um, but then he just mentioned, and I'm going to take it back just a second. Okay. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. Pre- now, this is where I think he was unfamiliar with what was going to happen in 40 years, but the internet brought forth a, a cacophony, an inundation, if you will, of pornography. Porn, yep. Um, and it's gotten so corrupted that people now are okay with their kids seeing cartoon facsimiles of such in their grade schools. Some people are arguing for that. Like in anime or something? No, like comic books and cartoons. That whole argument, when you see him on the floor arguing with a, a, what do you call them, board of education or whatever, and they throw him out. you're talking about the books that are allowed in elementary schools, whereas the literature is so abhorrent that they can't even read it in a public meeting. It's gotten to where I think uh, 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 the pornography has gotten so big that it's desensitized people. And how many young men and young women do you think can't attain a healthy relationship because of those levels? It's it's a real thing. They're expecting something else instead of what is supposed to be a normal, healthy bonding moment. They expect a, 
an unnormal, unhealthy, unbonding moment or yeah it's it's actually horrible and i think i used to think if porn addiction or sex addiction was something people made up so they could cheat with their and call it a sickness but i think after watching um statistics on child trafficking and how the porn world and the internet has made that so big and there's an audience for it and they don't get enough mm. that they they start out with just the regular pizza guy or the pool guy or whatever <laughs> and they start out so young uh, and then I, by the time they're in their 20s they've gone through everything that porn can offer that they get to a well, unsustainable what about place. a 15 year old who you know uh instead of being excited about a kiss or or maybe a, a pet um are looking at uh, uh, more advanced uh, accoutrement in the... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the, the younger and they So where start, do they go from there? That's it. And the, the so problem they, is it gets worse and worse and worse until it's becoming snuff films, it's becoming child mm. pornography and child rape. Yeah. This, is, this is a real problem in, in this world, and the United States is the number one consumer Again, of it. There was a, 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 a machine invented uh, in the in, in in the late 1700s that you know it takes care of pedophiles. Perfectly. Okay, let's get Anyways, going. Anyways, you need a basket. There's means to be put the lotion in the basket. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, yeah. and nations at war with themselves, mm-hmm. until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flame. That blows my mind. Boom! 1964. He has no idea that it would become 24 hours media a day that we would have social media that we would have constant flow of information yep. at and, all and times media that hypes up only try to, I, i'm telling you i honestly think that the media right now is purposefully um hyping interracial tensions Oh, absolutely, and they, uh, they have been. They're they're inflicting fear in every dimension. Like, have you read? I, I've got. I went through and I just read like every single headline of that day, and it was like, "There's an asteroid that could hit Earth." I mean, right, and it people might are not, dying but it could. from climate change. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, and there's a race war happening there's a flesh, in Chicago. Flesh-eating bacteria just got hit the shores <laughs> of Florida, and has infected three people. So it's like, it's just every story after story is three, is, is fear, 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 fear. I see the asteroid stories all the time. It cracks me up. If it bleeds, it leads. Mm. And that's what media is. And that's it. There's the promises of higher ratings. More eyes are going to tune in and they're only going to feed the flame of, of, in, yeah. of fighting and terrible. People will kill themselves because they can't bear to live in this world any longer. They think the world is better off without them. And they're getting younger and younger and younger. And that is also an epidemic in this country. Mm-hmm. It is. It's but, horrific. You know, you got to have humor when you deal with hard things, which, you you know, Jared does marvelously. But, you know, <laughs> I, I swear, I, it's gotten so ridiculous and so 
so crazy that every, you know, my new, the headlines show up on my phone every morning and I read them. I actually started hearing the, the anchorman voice from South Park every, you know, while I'm reading, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm yeah. reading these ridiculous stories, you know, <laughs> and, 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 then, and then back to oh, you, yeah. Tom, you know, it's like, this is, I, I feel like I'm living in a South Park episode. I, I'm with you. Dude, we are. With I've you. seen that episode. That was like, we was are. like five years ago isn't it crazy isn't it crazy that it's like almost like they're predicting this stuff but you know what i love i I don't let my kids watch south park no um at all no but i can't believe i don't i don't like my son they are they are literally nailing it with some of this Mm -hmm. stuff that i'm just like whoa at least somebody's saying it have you you guys seen clockwork orange oh yeah yeah, I horrible. So. That I made my son watch South Park That's like that. I taped his eyes open. I said, "You will watch." Him. That is, and now my son is a respectable, conservative young man. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I'll never be okay. I can't unknow that movie. Here's here's. Is I, it a movie? I've never heard of it. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a cult Clockwork classic. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, it's a British movie Singing about in the rain. about uh, kind of mind control. Okay. Okay, so it's like, you know how they did those, like, when they were back in the 70s, they were, like, doing, they were, like, in order to, in order to... uh, UK Ultra started in 1954. Right, okay, but they also, I mean, they they did those experiments, they started those experiments on BYU campus of trying to cure gay... Yeah. And so they were hooking them up to like electrodes and, and or giving them stuff that would make them oh nauseous and gosh. and throw up. And they show them porn and they'd hook them up to these and then they'd shock them or give them the nauseous stuff At and make BYU? them throw up on BYU campus. And then they got flack for it. And so they moved it off campus. Um, yeah, that was a whole thing. But that's uh, horrible. That's okay. Okay. But I mean, yeah, and MK Ultra. But yeah, yeah. so that sh- that show. It's actually Clockwork called Orange. Operation Artichoke. That was the parent name, the umbrella name. Yeah. MK Ultra is just a small part of it. Uh, you got to dig into like. But yeah. Operation Midnight Climax. That's one to look up. That's the good one. But how long I, did I they say that MK Ultra was a conspiracy theory? You were they, a quack if you believed that that still, was real. They destroyed all the evidence, and the CIA oh, still tries to deny it. But they got caught. They did. They did finally admit. They forgot to destroy. The receipts hey. in the financial building. Look, and they and got they caught. Were sorry. They came out in the Church Pike Commission hearings. Hey. And we need another one of those. Okay, it's fine. Let's it's fine. I'm sure this. it was for our safety. Yeah, they're yes. sorry. They 100%. didn't know. No, it's for our protection. Yeah, that Mr. And our White safety. in there on the one sided glass at the brothels. Yeah, for our safety. <laughs> Yep. For our safety. Seriously. Mm. I couldn't get old safe to promote gambling as the way to get rich. That is the lottery. Mm-hmm. 100%. That is the the Catholic Church. Yeah. The Catholic Church getting stuck with the priests are misusing boys and girls and funding well, well, okay. well, all churches. Let me tell honest. you what I think why the Catholic Church, why that's prevalent in the Catholic Church. It's just my thoughts. 
let's say you're a young gay man in a predominantly Catholic country. Um, you got a brother. He's tough. He plays uh, football, whatever they call it in those other places. And uh, he's normal. But you're a little gay kid. You're kind of an outsider. And you have no way to gain prestige. And... Uh, you know, maybe you're, you know, you don't want to be a Mason when you grow up, so you become a priest. And you become a priest part by shame, thinking that by becoming a priest, you'll be able to wash yourself of the gay, and part by you want to gain some kind of career that fits in with your But you, you can't have lifestyle. sex, and that's, that's it. And then they can't have sex, but they I don't can't think do all that. gay people want to hurt children. I don't no. think they want to, but I think the absurd situation they're put in over long periods of time. I doubt priests, year one through four, touch little kids. I don't know. But there's there's molestation everywhere. There yeah. is. Oh, there's a way more way way more molestation in schools than there are in churches. Yeah. That's just so, proven numbers. Yeah, let's and let's not Get into what the 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 you know elected officials do out there. In hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct, I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, Ooh. that what you see on TV is the way to be, or Instagram. I could you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Yep, that's uh, it's pretty impactful stuff right there. And I recommend, you know, to hear it all at once. You can go on to YouTube and look up Paul Harvey, If I Were the Devil. And, I mean, it's just, it's a sad state of affairs if you think... It, that stuff isn't happening in yeah. tenfold of what 1964 was happening. It's it's what he wrote that before the surge into Vietnam. I mean, we had people over there, but we didn't need to go into that conspiracy theory. Uh, okay, but yeah, the, the seven letters to the seven churches, right? From Jesus Christ, it, it's mm -hmm. it, it, those letters were two specific churches telling them what they were doing right, what they were doing wrong. You know, kind of a, uh, an evaluation. But that those those letters also represent the time period of the church and you know the church the, the believers of christ and not the you know the denominations and all that but you know when constantine legalized christianity like that was the beginning of the catholic church and it went it, it was you know imperfect from the beginning and so i think there's been a lot of progress made i think there's been you know there are so many good teachers out there um you know i'm a big fan of chuck missler he knows that. Yeah. But I get, uh, I get suggestions for videos every once in a while. It's all good. All the time because he's awesome. But, uh, you know, but, but the big early church, you know, had a lot of problems, you know. And, and then when 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 people didn't like what was going on and wanted to split off and because they believed in that this is what the Bible meant by by this this verse or this scripture, uh, you know, the Catholics weren't going to have anything to do with that. So. 
you know, all yeah. that, all well, that fun I stuff. I just happens. thank God that churches aren't governments anymore because you right? can, yeah, you can break off and form a more fitting to your personal lifestyles. Church. But it's not a specific church, right? It's but but we still we, you know, our constitution is, is based from Judeo Christian beliefs. That's mm-hmm. and, and you know. When you, when you read that document, you, you recognize the inherent truth that's in there, just like you do the Bible. There's so much obvious truth. Like, you're really going to argue with that? Like, that's like the blesseds. The blesseds are one of my favorite parts of in, in, that, you know, in the I Bible. I have no clue what it is. Um, you know, blessed are the meek, you know. Oh, they show yeah. head, yeah. Well, you know, the, are the, it's like when they say, though, when, that, when the Constitution <clears throat> was done, and it was done with a moral people yeah. in mind. Who believe a in God. Cannot, a Constitution cannot survive without a moral people. And yeah. that's the truth. Because you have to have that empathy for others. You also have to have that individual spirit and the ability to path you know chart your own path and the freedom to do so and the freedom to say things and if we all can't agree to those basic moral principles that our lives have value that our our work should have a return that we don't work so hard just to to spread out the wealth it, it that we have individual responsibilities to yeah. our society and to ourselves and our families and that our families and God are number one in our lives over government, over society. We have to protect at home first and teach our children how to have empathy for others. I mean, that's a moral society. Without a moral society, we are Rome. We believe in the power and the magnificence and uh, of the individual. Absolutely. That spark of, of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the individual, I mean, because it's, it's so powerful, so much more powerful than, you know, and, and other societies didn't get that right. They were thinking of the group, the group, the group was best for the whole. But, uh, you know, one man can change the world. Absolutely. One woman can change the world. And we've seen plenty of evidence for that. My God, did Jesus change the world? <laughs> well, he's still pretty popular today. Well, I mean, not with everybody, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, I mean, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, yeah. that one man changed the world with his book. And he, he was a prisoner. He lived a horrible, oh, There's a, lot. a horrible, hard Adolf life. Adolf Hitler changed the world. Adolf Hitler changed the world. Absolutely. Yeah, he made it so people forgot about how evil Napoleon was. But they want to make you think that what you do, you know, you're just one person. You're just a little, you're just a regular, regu- regular peasant. You, you know, you have no effect on the world, but that's just not true. No, no, you're absolutely right. And little kids need to hear that. Yeah, that, yeah. That God doesn't make mistakes. Those these little souls that come to this earth, they need to know they're not a collective. They are individual, and they have the ability to to move mountains if that's if that's what they so desire. And that hard work and and belief in themselves. This is the thing: is our kids lack self esteem because the world is constantly. Well, terrifying that and their perspective their walk in life you know your walk in life for every single one of us it's completely unique absolutely and and of course we know we can there's a lot of things we have in common but for my walk my specific walk and experiences thoughts feelings everything is completely unique to me 
as it is for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, everyone has a perspective that I'm, that I need to know. There's something that you know that I'm a complete moron in. You know, I just learned what primer was last yeah. week. <laughs> so did I. I'm gonna pick me some. I don't know how you use it. No, hold you put on. Put it on your face and it makes your pores like disappear and <gasps> you get like a, and then you put your makeup over it. No, I grew up in an auto body shop, primer or something. Primer so totally different. Usually came in gray or like a, a green, they put it in a color You'd try to select the primer so it clash with the primary. Now color they're painting cars that it. color now. Um, yes, they're just it's hilarious. clear coating that god awful need. Yeah, I was you know? thinking about reloading. Yeah, and then you've got primers and reloading. Primers is the initiation of the charge train, as you'd put it in the military terms. You have the primer. It's easy to light, doesn't carry a big bang. Then you have the... And then there's the fact that you know stuff that... Like he knows stuff that I just start to see. None of anything right. I know matters. And, you know, and and me too. Okay, I don't. I don't. My, my dad's like, let's go. You want to go reload some ammo? I'm like, I'm not like, yeah, woo. I'm not really. I'm like, oh god, yeah. I guess anywhere ammo. <laughs> you know, I'm just not. I'm. I'm like a people person. Yeah. I love the trainings and I love. I love people. I love well, watching. Such a curiosity. I, lo I love people. People are just amazing to watch in classes and or, or you know wherever. I, I love people. I love talking to people. I'm the people person. But my you know men are more thing oriented mm -hmm. statistically, and so you know my husband. I took him down to reload with me, and he was he was magnificent. He was like a machine. What's reload? Reload is where you yeah. make your own bullets. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, you cool. Oh, my the, God. He loved it. You take the it. brass, you press out the old primer. Yeah, I knew a guy that used them, to do that. Then you, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm sitting there like depriming stuff, you know, the, the old case, the used casings, you know, like, and I look I, over and Preston, he's going so fast, he's almost out of primer. Well, and he's thing enjoying needs a belt. Right? He loves guys, it. That's cool. Lots of guys use that as a personal therapy session because yeah, so. that's a thing you can you can shut down i don't have to talk to anyone i don't have to i can close within myself and just do this and i don't i can shut out the world for 45 minutes and it's a productive 45 minutes i just i just don't get as excited about the the things as much as you do right yeah, i mean i love my i love my stuff i love my my guns i love my right i love all my stuff it's cool mm -hmm. but i'm not like it's not on the level like you guys. No, that's... You, I don't shop. I'm never like... I'm not... Like, you guys are like shopping for new gun stuff but that, all that, the time. That's because... That's I don't because do that. when we were still in the caveman days and carrying... A, uh, don't listen to what the scientific American tries to tell you because those guys are... They are... They are this close to staring at small intestine. I'll tell you what. Their head is up their fourth point of contact. But we got a, someone's tuning in. Hi, Bridger. Oh, yes. Or Trisha, whoever's watching. Yeah, uh, either one. Thanks for being on. Anyways, um, because men would have to go out and procure the game, and the women would stay back in yeah. the cave with the toddlers no. and the other little women. And no, once in a while, we were, out. Out. No, we were the we were we were out and we were out <laughs> gathering and figuring out the poisonous berries from the yes. edible ones. And, yes. food. and then we'd sure. bring you back Creating a meadow report. I'm not humans. saying you guys did anything less than the men, you but did. I'm saying you watch the kids. I'm saying you guys would be gathering around, holding the society together. 
That's true. Which is why you guys can talk more and communicate more and, and communicate on weird levels like say no and it means maybe or yes. Or, oh, my God. You know, right. A man says no, that means no. I don't want to go there. Or I don't want to eat that. And anyways, but the men had to go out. They had to be concerned with the spear. Yes, and the women had is to know. Is my spear yeah. going to plow deep into this mammoth or am I going to get an appendectomy via tusk? Well, also, he they have to protect, too, in their brains. They're thinking, I've got to protect my village or my and, herd Yes, people. and I think women also played a part in protection in those right days. Right now, women like you, the weapon is a means to protection. It's oh it's God. a tool. It's the and so it's something that's on your mind in that way. But for men, it's like, it's a hobby. The, the privileges that we get to enjoy. Oh, yeah. Today are insane when you think about it. You oh. know, I appreciate, let me look at this. You know, Jared had a bottle of water waiting for me when I got here. Water. And I really, I forgot my water. I was really upset about it. But, you know, you know what? Jared didn't have to go to the well. No. <laughs> you know. Katie didn't have, have to indoor carry it on plumbing. her back. We're we talking have to people all over worry. the world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Indoor plumbing. Oh, my Poo. God. Poo leaves, Poo not only leaves my house, Poo leaves my neighborhood. That indoor plumbing is the game changer and in humanity. And electricity. I don't have to worry about dysentery. Yes. It's I mean, the cholera. You don't have... You don't have your excrement leaving your neighborhood. Okay, we're off the poo. Cholera. Why? It's a big deal, though. Showers. A huge deal. Showers. Yeah. Flavored soap or scented. What flavored? Anyways, scented soap. Mayday. Mayday. (laughs) Crash and burn. So I mean, gone off the rails. No, it's not off. It's. I think about that all. I mean, when mm-hmm. I after I read the Gulag Archipelago, like every you know every plate I would stare at sitting in front of me, you know, because I get to I, you know I haven't known a hungry day in my life, but I stare at it, be like, what did it take for this food to get to my plate? It's amazing. It is amazing, and, and I get to oh, I get I also get to run this, you know, I, this this beautiful Glock, this fine killing machine. I get to. I get to carry this. I get to mm-hmm. have this. So I can yep. go anywhere I want and have the capability to protect myself. That is, is that what you're saying? Changer. And you know what? A lot of this stuff was invented by one person that changed the world. <sighs> yep. So anyways, we don't have much longer on the show. So I want to take a moment and uh, we're going to do some gun talk now. So if you guys want to turn your ears away, <laughs> go ahead. But. Mallory runs a pistol training course, uh, Shield Maiden Tactical. It is an excellent course. It's based off John Farnham's uh, teachings. We had John on the show. Yes, had John on the show. Excellent interview with him. It has to have been eight months ago, six months ago. But anyways, Mallory runs one. It's most of the time hosted down at the Grantsville Police Range. Of course, we won't get a show come up till... Probably um, let the ice melt first. March or April, we'll see the first course showing up, and also uh, Defense Sense with West Brandon. Yeah, they're kind of a uh, they're they're uh, kind of a business partnership every other month, and uh, and you go there, and I will promise you, I don't care what your level is 
on pistols. I I, I stepped into the game with a, a, a little bit of experience. With a friend, you dragged you yeah, to class. Yeah, I had a friend. She drugged me, but I stepped into the, the course with with an with a, a small amount of experience, and I learned a lot in that course. What so are you talking it about? It doesn't matter what your experience. Don't level lie is, to these people. You will learn. I did learn some. No. I, I stepped into the yeah. class with very minimal experience, and I learned a ton. He went to the class with a lot of experience, and, and he, he was amazing too. Yeah, he he was amazing. He they was just probably like my jokes. he got like he got teacher's pet and class <laughs> favorite. Oh and my he, gosh! Like, did the course like on the first try? Yeah, he don't let him fool you. But yeah, you did learn stuff, and yes, I and learned a ton. I loved it, and we've got to get Holly back in there. Um, I fear that Holly may get rusty on us. She's I'm not rusty, rusty yet, but she may get rusty. Yeah, um, and so when you do your class, your next one, I'd love to. I'd like to do a show because I know it isn't for women only. And no. It is. It is for everyone at all skill levels. I preach it that women should take it because I'm one of those people that I think every woman should be armed. You're sexist. I'm very you sexist. You favor the female sex over the male sex. I do, and I'm sexist against rapists. I shouldn't say the <laughs> R word on here. I don't. I want to see. I want to see. I like it when a guy with ill intent towards a woman uh, comes in contact with reality. That's Just fair. Put it like that. But the the thing that I think is so great is, you know, it it levels the playing field. And what you said it perfect is that a woman who's armed can go anywhere and still feel some safety. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that can you imagine that? Just that for a woman to feel. Every one of us has been in a situation. I'm sure of it. And some is young, far younger than than we are. And Sadly, probably still in grade school. That's These little when kids, the bad situations when they, start to happen. that fear that where you are isn't safe, and when you can level the playing field, and at least have something. I I would like to do a show before your when you set a date where we do a show, and I just I want to talk to I want to encourage women to join me in taking the class and mm-hmm. um, fill up that class because I. I learned a ton and a lot of it wasn't, I didn't even touch a firearm before I learned, Yes, you know, just using my voice and being three, uh, six feet tall in here before I even pick up a firearm. Well, it's, it's very, it's very empowering for men too. Um, and it, it, you know, it's very helpful because there's in John's curriculum, there's so much stuff in there that he covers that, you know, I don't, I don't see covered in other classes. I think um, every and, police officer should take that course. Yeah. Exact course. It, it, it's like, those just the tape loops. Just those mm-hmm. program lines that you say. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Because if you don't have those tape loops, you, you're probably going to say the wrong thing. Or you're, you're not going to be intelligible. When she you know, says tape loops, she's talking about the natural, that's what, the, your response to a situation. The words, the, the words verbal that you words use. you say. Yeah. The words you use, how you use them, it's it's designed to achieve a peaceful Stop objective. And if you can't achieve that, to be able to justify your actions in court. I've and never, I've never threat. had to get to my second tape loop. Never. 
you know, the first tape loop is, I'm sorry, sir, I cannot help you, you know, with the body language and mm -hmm. staying in motion, head on a swivel, and, you know, th just this. And Mallory's... And, and that tape loop, they're like... As every, know, anyone and watching they, can they see... They scurry away. It's not like Mallory's, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Shut up, what are you going to say? Viking-ess, Viking-ess wandering around mallory's an 80 pound blonde chick i think she's a viking s i'm well, 148 jared <laughs> jesus you're weighing yourself with your husband's boots on anyways um <laughs> let's not talk about weight right now <laughs> but no both these ladies are small but this gives them verbal tools it gives them a mentality to keep their Posture upright to keep their eyes focused where it needs to be at the time. And a plan. And to keep moving. And it, and it's not a plan like if you're walking into a situation knowingly, you're making a plan as you go. This is a plan that's that's ingrained in you and it's there. It's something you draw it from the dredges. It's just waiting. It's put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. And it's ready. And it's a plan that gets you through a situation onto the other side. I have to say, it also leaves no question of interpretation mm -hmm. so that the potential attacker or the person who's suspicious and hello mr mayor thank you for tuning in oh, oh mayor Crislow. yes um, good sir we're talking about mallory's class that she usually has out in your city which is really great um, thank you i i think that when you are you have to say the right words and you've got oh, to be yeah. blunt with it so that this person who is approaching you or potentially in danger to you knows without a shadow of a doubt and any witness around you, now you've drawn attention to yourself mm -hmm. and to this attacker, mm -hmm. but nobody can say, well, did she really not mean it? You teach people how to be blunt to the point. And so any witness on the outside actually knows you're not kidding yeah. around and you feel a threat. And yeah. now that person who potentially is a threat knows you're not kidding around and you feel threatened by them. So if yeah. their intent wasn't to hurt you or threaten you, immediately they're going to go yeah. to a, a defensive, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to come up so quickly on you in a dark parking lot at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. They know immediately where you stand. Mm -hmm. So the words are so important, especially legalities. Well, and, and like I told you before, when that gangbanger tried to jump in my vehicle with my family, yeah, with my family, okay, <sighs> that was that was, but you terrifying. Know, well, but I knew exactly what to do. Well, it was on, you and I did. I didn't to. even have to. I didn't even have to point my gun at him. No, and that's what you. He teach. was trying to jump in the back Don't where my son to. was. You know, I just had to, you know, it's all in the tone. And even though he was drugged up and he was drooling and I gave the tape loop and he, at the first time, and he kind of, <laughs> so I gave it again with that tone. Make that sound again. And he, he scurried off. That is, that is a happy ending. It is. All right. So to, uh, kind of run a pin into this you go to now mallory is a uh a, a, a luddite on the internet scope <laughs> she hasn't opened up so she elliot's well, making one elliot's making Can one you awesome give your facebook name yeah o'malley so, may o'malley yeah, may so O'Malley she may. is the famous o'malley but, may. and also to sign up for a course or to just look at what other courses is 
And if you're kind of in a rush, you can catch one every month. You go through Defense Sense LLC, and this will oh. lead you into both of them. This is uh, Wes's, Wes's uh, website. And uh, you go in there. You can sh- search down. You know, you got Wes. You got Mallory right there. I told you. The There's our boyfriend. 85-pound, you know, Vikingess. You got Fred there, which... Who shaved his face that day? Why'd they do that to him? Fred is a regular also who tunes into the show. Mason, those are some of the instructors that you'll experience down there. All of them are excellent. All of them are excellent. And Jared. And Jared is an instructor. I am the minister. Yeah, and and, and my husband and uh, my father. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why aren't they on here? It's not... I don't know. He just put the, the... I don't know. I'm telling what you, do, what when do I, I know? joined that class, I mean, all of these people were so patient, were so yeah, they respectful. Were. Like it, there was nothing that was condescending or or talked down to. You know, you go to a class where you don't know something, and the person who's supposed to explain it to you treats you like you're an idiot, and you're like, "Well, that's why I'm taking the class." This. Is nothing like that. This is like, welcome well, to the team. Here's how we are going to get you where you want to be. Let me tell you the biggest you difference the between this course. As someone who's taken many firearms courses, the difference, the biggest difference is the instructors will run the course at level every time. And they'll fail. We instructors fail all the time. Yeah, But sure. we will run the course Every, I think the last one we went to, only one instructor passed. Yeah. And I think the one before that, only two passed mm-hmm. out of it's, seven it's, or eight instructors. It's not easy, but... It's common. It's but, like you're, you're learning how to practice on your own time to maintain... Yeah. You're, you're learning how to practice because um, it, it is a lot of information. Uh, but this, this, this course, I mean, when I first took this course from John, I took it several times. I think, I think my dad took it. Well, my dad's just he'll go to every class so mm-hmm. um but uh i mean it's not a course you're just gonna learn be like all right, all right i got well, all that down no this, this it, it it takes practice and and failure and you know what 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 is it i, lo- I know i love that la always uses that quote in the classes it's the the, the master the master Whoa. has failed more than the, than the, novi- the his than student the novice has tried. Has tried, yes. Yeah. And that's but true. that's the thing. It's the instructors are out there with you. They're yeah. not just on a boom mic off to the side yelling at you. They go out, they run it, they all run it, and then you step up and run it and they help you run it. None of them are there to yell at you. Yes. Some the day is long. The whole point of it is the, about the individual getting yeah. their best experience and you, their best knowledge and their yeah. confidence. Honestly, I felt like I was the only person in the class at times, and I felt like I was in a group of people that were getting just as much out of it as I was. Um, it it is hands on. It is amazing, and you learn a lot about yourself, mm-hmm. and you learn you learn some techniques and things that your memory will just take you to and then for me it planted a seed of curiosity to get to know more so then i became the person looking at guns online and i became the person thinking of you know what toys you can put on top of it is it a scope can you put a laser you know what what is all of a sudden i'm in this different realm of excitement and respect for the tool that is the firearm 
but I absolutely loved this class and I would, I would take it. I plan on taking it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that you're teaching in it. I mean, you two I, are, I love are phenomenal teachers and Mallory, you are ridiculously, um, I just want to point out on this picture. This cl- this picture it was that this class was such a special class. Is that class. your St. George class? It was our St. George class. Mm-hmm. That was such a special class for all of us. We all think fondly back on that class. Is that and the old to, man right there? Uh, that, no, uh, no, no. I was going to da- say. Dad's not in that picture, but he was there. But um, that gentleman that's in the middle with the beard right, right there, there. Yeah, that guy. That guy right there. He's running a high point. He yeah, showed up to the class that. with a high point, and hey, we were like, you, "We were like, whoa!" For those of you who don't know what a high point is, <laughs> high points were built by brick masons. <laughs> okay, a high point nine millimeter weighs about thirty two hundred pounds. You, you, it, it has tracks on the bottom of it because high point, high point thought to themselves, "Should we trim some of the steel down and make this a a, a light?" It's terrible. How much does it weigh, really? It's crazy. Uh, okay, maybe not ter- thirty-two thousand pounds, but twenty-eight thousand pounds. No, like really. I I don't know. It's heavy. It's like I, a gallon of milk. Have you heavy? ever Have you ever seen a high point? It, it doesn't no. even like seem like a real gun. Kind of. No, it's, like a it's weird. Tank or something. It's but, comical. But that's not my point. My, my point is, is that guy that was his first cl- training class ever, and you know, it's like, okay, that's what you brought. That's what you're going to war with. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Let's find out if it, you know, how well it does. Let's find find out if we can how break did it. He do? Because John always says, I hope that everything that you brought here today breaks, because it's much better to find out oh. here than in the fight of your life. And so that guy. So, you know, he went through the entire two days with that gun and passed the test. And it was, you know, passed he, it. okay, it's all about, you know, and, and that's why I love, you know, John also teaches, is he, you know, it's not, you know, whatever slides down to the bar through the blood and vomit and broken glass into your ever grateful hands, you know, you don't want to, you don't want the attitude of, oh, shit, a oh, herfenderfer, I hate this gun. Well, you've lost the fight already. That's a loser attitude. Okay, so, but that guy showed up with a high point, you know, it, that, that, that gun and at, at Black Friday, I saw it in Sportsman's. It was, it was a $99. $99. Bucks. I, I left oh. it on the counter well, for my husband answer. to see. Hey, um, but no, it, but, he, but it's mindset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's whatever you have. The rock in your hand. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It is a tool. He found a way to win. He had a winning attitude. <laughs> I'm so show the Mayor Critchlow has said it works better when you're when you are respectful to all in the class. This sounds like a great class. It is, and and Mayor, I'm going to drag you to it one yes, day. Yes, you you know what? You should take it with us. So there's a high point right there. It is big. It's <laughs> blocky. That is a nine millimeter. We're talking from from the top rail to the top of the trigger guard is like what 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 would you say is eight feet i mean the thing is huge Math it's is hard. heavy it it has it's so big you're, where all other pistols little, little have extra. opened up the breach on the top it is so big that their breach it just coughs out the side like you're running a, a, a mp5 or something oh the thing is massive but i will say this this is a fact. High point 
is said to have some of the best customer service out there. Yeah, that's that true. If you have a failure with your weapon, High Point fixes that at no cost. They take care of you and they have the fastest turnaround. High Points are built in Florida, am I correct? I believe they're from Florida. How did no the guy idea. do? Or Iowa. Did he, did he pass the yeah. test? Yes, he did. He That's was, amazing. He was, that entire class was... Did he plan I'll on never forget. I don't forget. I mean, his, I mean every class. Carry? Huh? Was he planning on using that weapon as his concealed I, weapon? I don't remember. Um, but I, you know, God, that class. Well, every class. I mean, there's so many... The, the experiences that we, all of us instructors have with the individual students, we don't forget that. Yeah. Mm, yes. I, that yeah. stays with us, too. You know, and it's not just the students. I mean, because, you know, we, we all, every single, you know, you'll have, like, an average of six, seven instructors work, work each with each student because we, we trade, yeah. you know. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, because sometimes, you know, West just has a much better way to put that particular thing in a better way that that person can understand than I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, that's you know? true. Some some students really need a softer voice. Some students may need uh, 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 when I say softer voice, a more agreeable voice. Some students may not. I, so you swap them out, and it it turn and you rotate us through, and then kind of by the end. The students sometimes will come up and find the instructor that they responded to the best yes. and, and ask with. them help in between mm-hmm. their runs at the, at, the, the, at the end evaluation. That's how I feel about Fred and Rooster mm-hmm. um, and Preston. Mm-hmm. There, was, there were these moments that, I mean, I've known Fred a long time, and yet now I get to see him in at work in training, and he's phenomenal. But he knows how to talk to me. Mallory knows how to talk to me. Uh, Preston showed me how to load my gun faster <sighs> and just with so much patience because I don't have patience for myself. He's the most And he kept person. reminding me, listen, it's not a race, you know, get it right first and then you'll start doing it just sometimes you just need that different personality to to work with you and i found everyone um helpful rooster especially he was just such a rooster's a great loves part rooster. of that and rooster brings people into the into well into hitting the mark he, it's more like and his his example his demeanor just just the way mm-hmm. he carries himself you know I don't know. I have so many good things to say about everyone and the student. The students are what make the class so amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, 100%. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just, you know. You and guys fun. are having fun. Us well, it's fun. Shooting. I mean, it's not supposed to be fun. That's what John says. But it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. Okay. Uh, let me lay out the rough for you guys that are looking for strenuous. Day one is a kick in the butt. It's 10 hours long on the hot or the cold. In the dust. It's 12. 12. 12 hours long. I don't know. <laughs> and and out in the and and it lasts from nine in the morning till usually about ten or eleven at night. No, nine it is not that late. You are so terrible at numbers tonight. All right, it's nine to nine usually, but nine yeah, like nine. in March when it's when it's when it's too Have cold, we we'll, we'll leave a couple before? hours early because it's just too yeah, cold. We've been okay. my class was nine. Our There's class no learning was at that And what point. I like is is that. In real life, in defensive life, you need to know how to shoot at night. You no, should weird. only shoot at night. What? And that's 
amazing because I can't go to any range and be in a nighttime situation <laughs> no. scenario with a little bit it. of light because you guys do have, you know, the light and stuff to fire and natural light they from had, the moon. Well, but, oh, that was my favorite. The flares? The, flares. the flares are no, my the favorite. Night, the night shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just that. And plus, I get to know by the end of the day, everybody's tired and that's when the instructors really come yeah, in to help. And everybody comes patience. alive at night. They oh do. yeah, I'm yeah. a night Well, the person. flares, the yeah, flares, like, the flares on. bring it out. They bring out the werewolf in you. <laughs> the flares do it. It's it's surreal. And the 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 shooting with the uh, flashlight is good stuff, but the flares bring it up. Oh yeah, well, but and it's the timid. Hurt. It's the timid instru- It's mm-hmm. the timid students that show up, you know, and they're kind of passive and they're really more timid and kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. But then it, and the night shoot comes, and they're like, they're like monsters. They're like, and rah, like they're the, so into it. It's like, yeah. You see the gun cough fire. I yeah. mean, it's 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 the awesome. Light up. It's really good stuff. Um, your hip hurts at the end of the day. Your, your feet hurt. Yeah. I wore um, like a turtleneck and then a button up shirt because I got burned by you didn't want brass. one of the brass on the first day. But I quickly remedied that by wearing, and yeah. you'd already told me to do it. But I thought just a big high shirt. I eventually a turtleneck. But, and I had little gloves that my fingers could still shoot that I wore. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I would think that night courses would be fun. Yeah. Uh, five oh, full hour night, night course, full night courses, or something great. like that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great opportunity. Something shorter, but some something to refresh. I I know you're driving from Midvale yeah. to come out here to our humble county, but Grantsville City is th- that range is is great mm-hmm. and accommodating. Like mm-hmm. and Mayor. You're going to have to so go to our next class. It looks like West is offering private coaching, and that's awesome. I yes. do not. Um, but so if he, anyone's he timid. in his home. Yeah, if yeah. anyone's timid, uh, West is such a great guy, and I love West. He's, he's such yes. a cutie. He'll come into your um, home, and uh, he's gone over some of the stuff he'll do, and he'll do. Yeah, he's and he is so good at, mm-hmm. our, at articulating <sighs> How to do stuff. He's, he's amazing. I've stolen several things from him. <laughs> um, but uh, so I, I believe I believe I started in March last year. So mm-hmm. West, I believe, is going to start in March this year. So okay. and so we'll be chomping at the bit sometime in March, probably later March, I think, mm-hmm. but, you know, the, the third or fourth week. Um, um, are you planning summer? Because that's the one I'd like to do. I know it's hot in the day. Oh, well, yeah, those are the night well, course would be awesome. The problem is, is that you guys don't want to stop on time in the well, summer. It's too much fun. It's like, okay, it's time to stop, and you're like, just one more. The July course was the bomb. Yeah, it was. Everyone was dying, and when it's uncomfortable, that's when you dig deep, and and it feels awesome to perform. I didn't think it was as bad. Like it wasn't. It wasn't as bad. Oh, you me. made us drink three bottles of water. Oh, yeah, I'm, I will be on you about the water. But, well, yeah, but it wasn't as bad St. George as George there, previous so years. you're complaining, but St. George no, is no... Compl- oh, that, not, that was in the winter. Potato. That was in the winter, so... I'm not complaining at all. I, I, I like it when it's... Like the when we did our first course last year, it was cold as heck, and I loved it. 
I mean, I, I thought it was perfect, but it was cold. I remember being cold in the evening, but it, again, it you had the warmers there. It, yeah, but it see, was really nice. When I get in my gunfight, I'm going to be wearing the ideal outfit. It's going to be a perfectly sunny a day. I'm going to be wearing my combat boots. You know, I'm going to have my favorite range jacket. I'm going to, you know, it's going to be exactly how I imagined it. That's right? why I keep saying we need to have a range in our dinner wear. Oh yeah. I keep saying ladies in tuxes, the gowns, tuxes and dudes dresses, in the tuxes. And, and couples draw their guns off, you know, off each the, the, other. Well, I'll, like, I'll draw my, well, no, I mean, I'm wearing the hotsy totsy dress, so I'm going to draw my gun off of my husband. Off of, out of Preston's jacket, and he pulls yeah, his out of your garter. Right. I have uh, my no, clutch. No, 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 no garter. <laughs> now I have to order clutches that are actually about yay big. What's a clutch? What's a it's a purse. It's a thing that it's ties a, the transmission to the engine. It's a cute little purse. It's a pressure plate. It's a great, it's my favorite band. It's the very pretty purse that you wear when you're wearing a gown <laughs> to hold your phone and your lipstick. Oh, because you clutch it. Oh, like the, like it almost looks like a wallet? Yeah. I have one of those. Well, it was my grandma. I have a bunch. She but has a clutch. They're about yay big now. About yay big. So do you have like a Derringer in there? Or? No, a mini well, it's not a mini. Is it a mini? 42? She's got the 42X. 42? Yeah, but it fits. Yeah. I mean, if I had a weapon, which I there. don't, because I lost it, it in a terrible boating accident. It would fit in there at an angle just fine, I think. I want to see it. I'm, I don't have it anymore because, you know, the boating accident. But, yeah, I'll definitely show <laughs> you. You saw it. At the, she brought it to the course. She ran it at the course. I did. I did run it at the course. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to close up the show. We are going to play some darts real quick. I'm not. I'm, well, okay. I'm done. Me and Mallory probably will. Holly is still in recovery mode, so Holly's going to bang out. But you guys, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for, um, yeah, everything. Again, remember the name change. It, it is uh, going to be political head trauma. Um, that's our name for our new for yeah. our new show so yeah. dave is gone to florida dave has gone to florida permanently yeah, well, he's gonna, down there. yeah he's gonna he's be gonna here. be zooming in i want to follow his i really am interested in his track of what it's like to live in florida register be, your car he's gonna be like hunting gators i got a buddy down there i got what, what part of florida he's in jacksonville a red ah! I'm going to hook him up with my buddy, Bloody Bill. Dude, if, yeah. if you can get Dave in with a gator hunter, I would love that. He's yeah, a, we might have to get tickets to Florida. He's a marine biologist. I'm already heading down expect. there. He kills stuff and studies it. Dave is like not going to be far, and as far as from the show. We're just, uh, we explained a little bit about the change and yes. what's happening, but we wanted to come up with a name, and I thought, of political head trauma in Light of Aww. Dave and what he makes me think of, but mm -hmm. it's it is it's like head trauma. Politics is crazy, and you can either it's enjoy fine. the ride or you can cry the whole way. Or you recognize it's all a circus. It's fine. I'm so sick of them all, dude. How would it be if when the president walked out, they played? Dun, 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 I hear dun, that in dun, my dun, head dun, anytime dun, I see dun, every dun, president. Dun, dun. And then and then they had center. Dun, 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 dun. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. I I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Okay, like you know what? I'm ashamed to like how call myself people, Republican. How many people get to say that they existed during the collapse? Not many people. I understand, but 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling and people. You know what? Right now, it's it's our responsibility to raise the tough men because Amen. we are the weak men that created the hard times, and we've got okay. to raise the tough men. Yes. But right now, it's Christmas yes. it is. time. It is Christmas. So, okay, everybody. there's plenty of bad news. There's always going to be more bad news that will never stop. Okay? So just be like, you know what? I'm going to go look forward to hanging out with my family. family. And I can't wait. planning epic Christmas I've games. I've got a costume for my party on Monday. Uh, I can't wait. I'm excited every day. Like... I so just it. focus on, okay, I got to tell you one story. Okay. So I was separated from my husband. We were getting divorced. And uh, I was. The old husband, not the good one. Yeah, not I mean, the not good one. not the new one. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, slip of the <laughs> So my son was like five years old at the time. I was about to lose my job. Like it, it was, it's kind of like, I. I swear, when you start with divorce, it's just like it's divorce it's, is a killer. It's, it's one thing after the other, that and so a, and that's that's what was happening. Yeah. But I remember we pulled in my car, apartment complex, and uh, I saw this abandoned Christmas tree by the dumpster, and I was like, oh I've my, been there. I was like, oh my god, Conrad, Santa knew we didn't have a tree, and mm. he brought us one, and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, look, it's over there. He's like, Santa brought that to us. I was like, yeah, isn't that awesome? So we went and got our Christmas tree from the, by the dumpster at my That's, apartment complex. I've been there. And we brought it in the house. That's awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, Conrad, you got to give it a name. Please tell like, me. Yes, you I do bed, have to give it a name. Bugs. He named it Ponto. <laughs> and we still have, no, it does not have bed bugs. We still have Ponto to this day. And now he's, he's, he's not very great looking. Little threadbare. Oh man, he gets a new branch broken like all the time. It's just broken straight off. It's not a normal decorative tree that you would have for decorating. But we had like, my friend made this awesome tinfoil star that stuck it on the top. We had badass like bows made out of fabric sheets and rubber bands. Dude. It was I'm off the hook. The memories. It was, it was off the hook. And we had a really great Christmas this year. So I'm just saying, like, isn't it just like, yeah, you could, you could uh, focus on all the, the hell you're walking through, but wouldn't it be better just to laugh at it instead and yeah. make it as fun as you oh, can? And, and not just that. Don't just focus on the presidents, presents that should be handed out. Man, oh, yeah. Christmas is about about saying I love you to that family member you yeah. haven't talked to in too long. It's about yes. it's about getting together and hearing uh, a person you care about laugh about something. Mm -hmm. It's about hearing how great the food is and, and it's being about grateful that just community. in general to live in a in a time with the family that you still have and to remember those mm. you've lost. Yes. And yep. I yep. always we have an empty chair that sits next to our tree. That's for my dad. That's and awesome. He made Christmas what it is. And it's taken five years to get to a place where I can enjoy Christmas again. But when my kids talk about memories of the elf on the shelf did this and remember when this happened. And I think, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm winning in adulting. If, my, if these are the memories my children take on, then I'm doing it right because it is yeah, about yeah. family and traditions. And, yeah. I love traditions. traditions new making new traditions. Our heavenly Father, like just mm -hmm. that. That how lucky are we that we get to be together in, in this time in this place? And mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I think I think it's a it's crazy time, and we've got to raise strong kids, but we've yep. got to raise loving, loving kids. That's a part of you got That's a part of strong. You got to show them how to live well despite all the bad. A, a I mean, haven't we had to do that for all time? Some of yeah. my best memories in my life are when. We've lost everything, or yeah. we've had nothing, mm-hmm. and we're and we have that Christmas tree that appears happened. by a dumpster, yeah. and all of a sudden your your house is warmer, yeah. your child is warm, like happy and smiling. It's those memories, and some people think money can't buy happiness. I'd love to test the theory. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but some of the best times in my whole life are when I was just with nothing. Yeah, well, me too. And me too. Not to mention when you find yourself with nothing. That's when you seem to be able to dig deep and exactly change your life. It's true. You can change yourself. You can wash away the parts of yourself that may have led you down a path that was unhealthy. And, and when you find rock bottom, as they say in the AA community, that's when you're able to find yourself. Let's read a few of these comments real quick. I'm, hold on, hold on. Do you, hold on. Do, so you're good with Elf on the Shelf? Okay, so I could I couldn't do it. I hate it. Elf on the Shelf came to our family. <laughs> we our house burned down on May second in two thousand and two. So Holy right cow. or not May, excuse me, December second, two thousand and two. <gasps> no, right oh, two thousand fourteen. I'm on drugs. So two thousand fourteen. But right, but, but right, before, right Christmas. before Christmas. Oh my I've, god. Yeah, it's a good thing I've been good with numbers. We lost me. everything. And what's so crazy oh is we God. moved in with my dad and um, my daughter, my daughter was two and my son was four. <sighs> so it's really crazy time. And that's when I got the elf on the shelf because it was a great opportunity for me. I thought I need to, this is a lesson. This is a lesson. This is a lesson. I need to learn from it. Right. And I wanted my kids to know that home wasn't a place. It was a feeling. Wow. And so what the elf mm. did every day it's like, even though you're not at your house, home is where your family is. Home is where this is. And so the elf would do different things and bring little surprises. And every morning, my kids woke up so excited to yeah. find the elf. And it that tradition lasted to until... To see what he was doing? Yep. And in my dad's house, he had like a foosball table and a pool so table. Had, like, there was this elf the was elf, The elf crazy. had some game time. No, so I, funny. I ended it once he turned like 13. Oh, and it, no. it was just a game of giving me crap for not forgetting to move it. He's like, oh, look, it didn't move again. If my kid, <laughs> if, if Elf on the Shelf would have came out He's when my no kid idea. was still a kid, because granted, my kid's like 28 now, so Elf on the Shelf appeared when he's like 24 already. <laughs> but if it, was, if it was out then, I'd make his butt still live with it now. I'd be over at his house, messing his house up, and then popping that little doll. You like doing it? I've never done it. I didn't get I'm the opportunity. You, I had just go start. Why my know, kids were getting a house key? I'm gonna go over to his house. <laughs> yeah. I just ended it this year, but my children, when they realize, they're like, oh, "That was oh my, yeah, that's every night, and that's after you go to bed." I know. And mommy can't have wine because she may forget you know well and then then what you have to do when you realize you've forgotten and like the crazy stuff you have to do and you're just like no god yeah 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 so what i think though is the way you have to cover up your mistake this is for any mom or dad whoever's in charge of watching the elf you're a saint because (laughs) there is so much planning and so much and before they sold kits we were doing Elf on the Shelf before they gave you the kits where you put them in costumes and stuff. Now you can buy what? a kit. Yeah. 
This is before that where you're the one imagining ways the South can make trouble. But you gave your kids something that is so oh, yeah. amazing. Mm. And they're going to probably carry it on. And then you'll get your payback. Because... You'll get to see them stressing over what's the elf doing tomorrow or Oh, I'm you know, excited I think for I, that. I, mm. I know. And it as a grandmother, the thought of being a grandmother to do that for them was it's just only exciting. because of how much crap. You never say anything to Preston and be like, look he look at me. It's like, oh <laughs> look, Preston's, it's, it's in the same place as yesterday. Out of his face, look at that. <laughs> I think when they're old enough like, to point it out to like, you, it's you time to failed. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, I promise the elf is moving with them. He each got one. Luke and Leia. Oh, and then what's were they crazy, the same color, or did you do different colors? We to believe the in interracial. So you had like a green one and a red one. Oh no, no, they're look, they're they're like humans with pointy ears. They're one is like Don't olive complexion, and one's, there's yes. different ones. You have naked elf on the shelf. They're clothed. Why do you think they're not? That's clothed? what I mean. A red, a red elf suit and a green elf suit. I thought they were just one. red suits. Oh, so they. I don't know. But a kit showed up two years ago, and in that kit was a baby elf, and so I thought I'll integrate it in, and my kids both went. <gasps> Don't do that because you got to explain stuff. Like, how did this kid get here? What were Luke and Leia up to? You know, we thought they were brother and sister. This year. Oh. Then you need an elf stork. And <laughs> it was it was That's just awesome. really funny. Well, I mean, it's awesome that it happened to you. So we have yes. Luke and Leia and an elf, a baby. I, hey, I it was enjoy. Luke and Leia. So they're brother and sister. In the movie yeah. they are, but our elves were not brother and sister. This is the family this tree is, does not go straight up. This is some we're this digressing. Is some bad stuff here. Ugh. We're getting into. We talked. Pornography is bad, people. Oh, it is terrible. I think the spirit of Christmas is what she's getting it, at. It is. It is it a is. beautiful yeah. time, and I in this I, community, the Christmas train. Is famous mm-hmm. in this community where on on Twilla four one one people will offer up if there's a family in need or I have this to offer. Put your name in the comments. Yep. And I swear that caught fire to the point where I, not really, but to the point where it got on the news. Where like there's this Christmas train happening where one person would give and another one would give on top of it and on top of it. Things like I have this 32 inch flat screen, I don't need anymore. Um, who needs one? And um, I've got tickets to this game, or I've got it. Was this community blows my mind because I'm having been a recipient of the kindness in this community. It's the reason we never decided to move when we were gonna consider selling the property because it was a loss and building somewhere else. I told my husband, I can't leave. Are you yeah. kidding? This is so beautiful. It's you don't want to move to Midvale? And We're in the garden of I could just Eden buy Falls. your house here and you can... <laughs> Straight to trade? Not a chance. <laughs> I'm you, so happy. Would you like to move into the cesspool? <laughs> Come join us. I think we live okay, in a bubble or something. It's no, what it feels dude. like. My street is so... I've, I've known all those folks for... Because my gra- that was my grandparents' house, so I've known everybody forever. Mm-hmm. I, I love my street. I love my neighborhood. I just, I want to, like, you know how a uh, uh, part of California wants to become, like, Idaho? And, yeah, the greater Jefferson, yeah. greater state of Jefferson. And part, part of, of Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Like, I wish I could, I'm like, can I, we just become part of West Jordan, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could do up and tie big balloons on either end of the street. Yeah. And pull the whole yeah. thing up and just float it somewhere else. That was Set a, it down. That was a Pixar movie. Yeah. That was a All cute one. All you can ask for like is that, that you, you've got neighbors around you that are amazing. Well, they are amazing. I'm telling you right now, Midvale's about to make a turnaround. Because you're going to run. We're going to get Mallory into office and oh she's going to fix it. She well, is going to fix question, it. Question, would you be... I mean... Seriously, this is the problem. They just when, had an election. When, but they always have another one coming up. But <laughs> no, if, if not you, in my I district. always look at stuff like this. If there's a seat come open and I'm very unhappy with it, I always think to myself, "Oh my gosh, am I going to have to run for this seat?" Not because I want a job in politics, but because I'm that person who's so I told fed you up before that I want to get if I if but I can find someone better. So 2,200 people decided for 36,000 in Midvale. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what a, happened. That's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's ranked choice voting. And you know how I feel about ranked choice voting. You have ranked choice voting yes. on the state level? No, on the clerk's uh, office. No, on the, city, on the city level. No. Yeah. Your county clerk should do all the elections in your city. Many cities have adopted ranked choice this voting for their city council of mayors. <laughs> but it's fine because it's Christmas. It's fine. It's Christmas. All right, everyone. I'm going to move to Twilla. Have a wonderful Christmas. I'm going to buy Holly's house. We're Come gonna, on over. I would love it. We're going to play a game of uh, nine millimeter simulation darts. And uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, be super safe, everyone. Uh, get into the Christmas spirit. Love your neighbor. Uh, love you, mom. Hug your. Yes. Aww. Yes. Love you, Holly's mom. <laughs> Neil, great to see you, man. Um, everyone and Fred, Norma, Norma. You know I love you, Norma. Um, of course. And Brian, she's was yeah, on. Brian, everyone, thanks for joining us. We will uh, we will be back next week. Uh, we're gonna have Trent Stags on to nice. uh, talk about his uh, his run that is we're actually having it at a different time though we're gonna well, s- we're starting at this uh, the time because of this media deal will be starting at 2 p.m and it will go till 6 p.m um we still don't know where we're going to be live at because <clears throat> we're teaming up with this uh with Main Street Media Utah, they're starting kind of a, uh, a it's collective. It's a media group, basically. Yeah, a media group, a collective. And uh, so all the bugs are still being worked out of that. But yes, 2 p.m. Friday, we'll be starting up there. And I'll make sure I get the info out on how to receive it, where to find it. And um, if you can join us live, please do. But if you can yeah, watch on I YouTube will. or Rumble. And we're going to have a call-in section where not only are you going to be able to comment, but you'll yeah, be able to pick in. up a phone and call us and tell us how wrong Jared is. Do you listen to Jesse Kelly? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the question you're going to ask. Be the question. Just Hello? isolate that audio and we'll just play it every show. I'll okay. say it like that. <laughs> But yeah, we, and then anywhere that you want to watch us, please remember to like and subscribe. Yeah. That's going to be huge for us, and that will really be helpful for us to get our show off the ground. Wait, wait, wait when are you political gonna, head? Trauma. When are you going to have Phil Lehman again? Uh, Phil Lyman. Well, we're definitely Lyman? having so. him on the first or second week of January because he's going to be out in Canada? Grantsville. 
Phil Lyman, he's... All right, we'll he's, start the year fresh, but ready yes. to go. We'll, we'll have him Cox on. and... Thank okay. you, Norma. Norma says, love you. Love y'all. Good, informative show tonight. Thank you, Norma. Merry yeah, Christmas. Phil. Phil's coming out to Grantsville January 11th at... Uh, th- the yes. lady said the old church, so I don't know if she means the old... The little uh, white church? I don't know which old church she means, but I will Count get Hall. clarification on that. She might mean the old church across from the Donna Reed Museum that uh, is now a private-owned business. That I has still little, need to go to that. It has events actually, and things. Yeah. I've done an event there. You actually. need to go to that. I need to go to that. I know a guy that can get you in there. Okay. You need to watch the movie Cannibal the Musical. I have. Oh, my God. so great. I have. All right, you guys, have a have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon.